Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the From Page to Screen media empire. Hey guys, this is Ace Marrero from the movie Madison County. Hi, this is David L.G. Hughes, writer-director of the film Hall Bowl Suites. I love the pace and the fastness, and I love the fact that you just roll with it. Hi, I'm Eric England, the director of Contracted. Hi, I'm J.K. Amalu, the writer-director of The Asian. Hi, I'm Brando Benetton, director of Nightfire. My name is Nathan Whitehead, and I wrote the music for Beyond Skyline. Hi, this is James Kellen Brussack, the writer, director, and producer. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stewart, page the screen, .com up in my blog piece. Yeah, that is my motorcycle running and tracking over my fucking sneakers, genius, with Dom, Dean Peter, and Pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. From, from, from Ace to Screen. Hello. Hello, sir. How are Hello. you? You've, uh, you're the first one online. Well done. You win a no prize whatsoever. <laughs> That's about standard. How are, you, how are you? How are you doing? Well, um, I've messaged Rob saying Skype, but I've not had a reply back, so, you know, who knows? But you're here. That is, Indeed, yeah. that is. That means you just stuck with me. I can cope with that. I can cope with that. How's things? What's up? What 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 month is it? I don't even know. So um, it's September. <laughs> it Apparently, is. we're three quarters of the year. Three quarters of the way through the year. Apparently, but where, did, thought? where did summer go? Did we? What happened to it? Annette asked me that the other day, and she's like, "Where's summer?" I'm like, "I think we spent it indoors, to be honest." I was going to say, "Didn't we get summer in April and May?" I think you know, we just did. the start of lockdown, everything was gorgeous. I think you know, we couldn't we get did. out, but now lockdown's fine, and it's not anymore, is it? Because it looks like we're headed back to um, to where we are with new restrictions, and you're not allowed up to about more than six people in a gathering as from Monday, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it looks Unless like. You are. Unless you are, yes. Yeah. Uh, which these, is... these wonderfully kind of, you know, kind of really succinct and obvious um, rules that are being put in by our wonderful government. <laughs> it's madness. Yeah. You can't do this unless you can. You can't. It's, it's like so pub shot. I don't know. It's too, it's too confusing. I think when they did the, the lockdown initially, it was pretty plain and simple. This is what you do. This is yeah. what you can't do. Done. Yeah. Right. Okay. And then when they said, well, this is what we'd quite like you to do, if possible, and if you can't do this, maybe you can do that. Then it started. Even it confused me, and I'm reasonably intelligent. Because, yep. you know, it's like, what the hell is going on? So I opted to just uh, stay indoors and not speak to anybody unless it involved Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or Skype, pretty much. Or the phone. Or the phone. But to, I don't use my phone very often. I phoned my aunt today for the first time in absolutely ages, and that's probably, other than yourself, yeah, <laughs> you're probably the only person I speak to via phone. Everybody else gets a text or a tweet or something like that, so... You know, I think this is episode number five hundred and thirty-eight. I might not have renamed 
the uh, the episode. So who knows? This is, uh, but it is the 9th of September. Win- yes. Winter is coming. Rob apparently isn't, so I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I will watch him join in and then bring him in. But so, how's how's things with yourself? Because it's it's been a little while since we chatted. Bit of a mixed bag at the moment. Okay, mixed bag. Why? Well, on the plus side, we're having a podcast. You yeah. know, kind of everything's going well that way. Yeah. Um, you know, home life fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's my mum's birthday. And she was taken into hospital yesterday. Oh, so I was about to say happy birthday to your mum then. So how yeah. how is, what if it's okay to Yeah, to basically it's her um, breathing again. Uh, apparently in the early hours of yesterday morning, um, she's got one of these emergency bleeper things. Yeah. Um, and apparently she activated that in the wee hours of yesterday morning and was taken in by ambulance to hospital at about six in the morning. Oh, um, luckily, like I said, they've sorted out. It's it's nothing drastic. They know what's wrong. You know, it's basically just a flare up of what she's got. Okay. Thank, so, God, thank God she's got one of those bleepers, though. Yeah, this is it. So, so they are good. Yeah. So and obviously, so, yeah, and obviously they're keeping her in visitations as well. You're not allowed to yeah, to visit no. people. And I had the same problem with her daughter a few weeks back. It was like, can can we visit? And it's like, no, you can't. Nope. So. Ah, so it's definitely a mixed bag. We'll, we'll send they my... are on about um, changing the visiting rules in hospitals. Are they? To what? Um, well, it, they're looking at possibly letting visitors go in, but a maximum of one per patient. Okay. Yeah. But that makes and, sense. But they're just looking at it you know, at the moment. The thing is, it's like if you can, if you can have pubs and restaurants open, right, where strangers mm-hmm. can go in and this, that, and the other... Have one visitor per thing, and have a rule. If anybody starts faffing around or getting in nurses' ways or they're starting the other, kick bye, down. kick them out. It's yeah. you know, be. I think we, the country needs to be a bit more sledgehammer with regards yes. to certain things. I certainly think shops do when people just walk in without masks. Oh, definitely. Uh, that that does annoy me. So on the, on the few times I've been out into shops, I always wear a mask. Even the one across the road who actually told me he said, "Oh, you don't have to wear a mask." I'm like, "No, no, I will." I'm all right. It's I'm for not, me, not for you. It's, it's for me. It's for you. It's for the other people that may walk in. I don't want somebody yep. having to go at me for not wearing a mask. And, you know, I am okay. Yep. It's not a massive inconvenience, uh, me wearing a mask. And I'm sure Rob would agree. Hi, Rob. You finally joined us. Hello. Sorry about that. PC Hello, troubles. We will get what, on to PC troubles. police troubles. constable or personal <laughs> computer? Yes. Yes, both of, <laughs> both of them. Every time, Rob's, every time Rob says yes or no, all puppet. I can see is that goddamn puppet in my head now. <laughs> it's just, it's killed it forever. It's great. We need to do another puppet show at some point, Rob. Just, uh, we do. I have not forgotten about them. It's just this week has been, well, this week hasn't, but last week was a insane, crazy week for me, which <laughs> I'll get on to. See, we're doing one podcast at the minute. It's great. I like one podcast. Last week I did eight in four yep. days. <laughs> I was, was going to say, not all at the same time, I hope. No, no, there was, uh, I, we did our show on Sunday, and then mm-hmm. Monday I did three. So I did one Grimfest podcast and two episodes of the Golan Globus back-to-back. So we did yep. a, a podcast about Speed 2, which was a good podcast, but not a good film. Uh, we also did our top five canon movies, and then for the subsequent days, I had two movie interviews each day for Grimfest, which were only about half an hour long and all on on uh, Zoom or Skype. Zoom is better, by the way. I prefer that for video. The quality is so yep. much better. 
but for each of those podcasts, I had to watch a movie. So each one of those, so it's like twice a day. It was literally two hours. <laughs> per, per, so by the end of it, I was exhausted. Uh, but it was fun. I did enjoy it. I don't regret it, but I was kind of tired. And then I finished my last one on Thursday at half past five. And then by eight o'clock, I was back in work for a, an 11-hour shift. So that week was sort of insanely busy. Computer updates. So Thursday night, I thought, oh, there's a Windows update. Quarter to three. Now, I don't start work till eight o'clock. It's easy. Not a problem. Let me just do that update. It finished at 9 p.m. So Mm -hmm. it was a huge, I don't know what it was, but I think it was like an entire Windows 10 update. It was massive. So that sort of put me on the back foot when I was starting work because I started work at 8 o'clock. So for the first... At least it didn't break your computer. It didn't break the computer, but it was a case of this has got to finish, surely. Oh, my God. It's going... (laughs) Yep, it's got to finish. I bet it's going to finish two, three minutes and before i start no nine o'clock so i had to dig out the laptop go online download amazon workspace download microsoft teams microsoft teams didn't work on my laptop for some crazy reason so i had to email my boss saying i am in i am working on this thing that you need me to work in but just don't speak to me on teams because it ain't working it won't Uh, get me (laughs) and then by nine o'clock i managed to actually log into my proper pc but six hours for an update is ridiculous that's the longest update I've ever had, so I don't know what the hell happened there, but I do not want it to happen again. So any future updates will get done on my days off, I think. Yes. It was a bit of a killer. Yeah, don't set it to automatically update. Just basically say, right, yeah, uh, let me know when there's an update. I'll choose when to do it. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, definitely the easiest way. So what's, what's happening with your PC, Rob? Um, well, it's one of those where... You have headphones, but mm-hmm. your computer doesn't know you have headphones <laughs> and a mic. <laughs> okay. Um, it's happened a few times to me, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's annoying. Yes. PCs are great when they work. I'm sure, Bob, you'd agree with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's The, the operative word there is when. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when they don't work, they're, they're a pain in the arse. So, how are you, Rob? What have you been up to since we last spoke? Um, I've been working and I've been watching some TV, playing some um, games, um, doing a bit of uh, VR. Ooh, I did. Like I, I've been doing it all. Nice. I've watched a whole bunch of films, so I'm all right. And uh, Bob's feeling the pressure here. He's like, "Oh no, no." <laughs> <laughs> so I watched uh, what else have I done I've been no I'm not going to spoil that spoiler so news wise Rob have you heard the news that The Walking Dead is ending I don't want to use the word finally because a lot of people online are going oh it's finally ending it's like if you don't enjoy it don't watch it Don't. And if you are enjoying it why are you saying finally ending I, I haven't heard the news and feel the need to now uh, goodbye. You're gone now. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> and I need to go it, and check this out. It's, it's true. It will end after the upcoming season eleven. So the the finale that we've got coming in October is season ten. Ten or season eleven? Season eleven will be the last season. So season ten, we're on um, at the minute. It's the mm-hmm. last episode is due to air next month. Next year, 
and the year after we will get a split season 11 or as I like to call it season 11 season 12 if it's over two years it's a flipping new season isn't it so we've got uh, we have got 30 more Game of Thrones isn't it (laughs) two seasons over two years it's two seasons isn't it really so we have got another 30 episodes before the show is ending so there's another six episodes coming from season 10 just to make it a little bit complicated Mm -hmm. because this is all COVID so we get those next year and then we're going to get 24 episodes over a two year period for season 11 and you see, I'm okay with this because yeah, we're going to have the movies and we're going to have Fear the Walking Dead and we've got the new series coming out. So I, I don't see this as the end. I no. just see this as um, the end of the first chapter of The Walking no. Dead and they're going to open loads more. Rob, it's ending. It's finished. It's done. Other than Fear the Walking Dead, of course, the Andrew Lincoln spin-offs. Yep. yep. And Walking Dead, The World Beyond. But also, there are two more Walking Dead spin-offs coming. There is one that yes! there is one that's going <laughs> to feature Daryl and Carol, their characters. So, spo- spoil- spoiler, case- I guess they're not going to die. Thanks for that. Ruin it. Well, this is great, because that means The Walking Dead isn't ending. Nope. What's happened nope. is they kill off a load nope. of people. Daryl and Carol go off into the sunset and yep. it's no. the continuation i'm no. happy with no, this rob it's ending it's spoiler done. it's a prequel no it? no it's done it's ending there is no more <laughs> other than two of the main characters going off to continue the series in a totally different thing and there is also another uh spin-off that they've not yet announced but they have hinted it may bring back characters from the grave now now let so me just who tell knows you, who that is i don't know let me just tell you something I do not believe it's ending because I've been hearing this rubbish for years now. Well, it seems that way. COVID hasn't ended. The Walking Dead (laughs) isn't ending. I'm sorry. I'm getting used to the lies. Now, uh, Robert Kirkman has has texted me. He says the ending, and you're not allowed to, it's a spoiler. uh, COVID-19 will wipe out all the zombies. (laughs) <laughs> and, and everybody will be alright so, and then they'll go off to the spin-off but yeah, no, so it is ending in two years time and then we're getting more Walking Dead with the same characters so you're pretty much right it isn't ending, it's just it's kind of Evolving. thinning down slightly shall we say so what's your thoughts on that other than you, you don't want it to end um, no, with what you've just told me um, it, I feel uh, fine with that, you know what I mean we're, we're, if we're if Daryl and Carol are going to carry on, you know, you know, and and if everybody else doesn't die, there's inevitably going to be cameos, and you know, we, we've seen how it is with Fear the Walking Dead, so yeah, yeah, Bob, bring it up. Bob's like, I don't care about any of these shows. <laughs> I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch any of them. Walking Dead is very good, and in some Walking ways, Dead, I- if he made it a bit kind of closer to home. Like Cockneys v Zombies. Yes. No, no, stop, stop saying closer to home. We, we've got it we've now. Got it. COVID. It's got COVID. Yeah. No, got I mean, Boris is the governor. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, Cockneys v Zombies. Anybody who's not watched that film, treat yourself. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, what you would like is you would like a comedy version of The Walking Dead, aka yeah. Cockneys v Zombies, uh, yeah. and then Fear the Cockneys v Zombies. Just as, as a bit of a spin-off, <laughs> that would work. I would, I would happily watch a series of Cockneys yep. v Zombies, and then the team from Allies can come in and just take them all, take them out, <laughs> and let's just have a big British movie shared universe type thing. <laughs> I would, I'd definitely be up for that. 
So, um, oh, we somebody actually listens to our podcast, by the way, other than Neil Johnson and Carol and uh, I don't even know if John Fouts listens or not and Tracy and whatnot. I saw a tweet by a lovely guy called Rob Goddard who I didn't even know listened to our podcast, but he'd, he had listened to me recommending um, Host, I think, on Shudder. And he actually mm-hmm. he tweeted Shudder and he's like, oh, I listen to it on the Front Page of Screen podcast. So, hi, Rob. Thank you for listening. So, uh, Rob, co-host, you're, you're now not my favourite Rob this week. Rob Goddard is oh. my favourite this week because A, he <laughs> listens and B, tweeted about it. It's nice to get feedback because we rarely get feedback other than like the, the usual wonderful subjects um, like Neil and Carol, etc. So, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. quite good. So, yay, Rob Goddard. Um, keep up the great work listening to this wonderful podcast and uh, you'll probably get a whole bunch of recommendations from my list and probably yeah he's probably not listening anymore it's just uh, uh, it was just an accidental (laughs) click last week it probably it probably meant somebody else from page to spleen or something and he had just accidentally copied that would probably make more sense to be honest it would uh yeah and also i got another shout out on the uh on the open forum slash Anthony Alex's Angry Mailman podcast, who were commenting on the fact that I was I was doing eight podcasts in a week, and they called me a machine. So that's true. <laughs> I was, and I am, but I'm only doing one this week, so I'm all good. <laughs> so Rob, what what have you watched? Um, right, I'm going to save um, my, my, the best to last. Mm-hmm. So um, I watched Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Excellent film. Is that Dustin Hoffman? Yes. Right, okay. Mm. Yep, another one. Yeah. Not saying it, but um, yeah, really good film. I tell you what, it reminds me of. Um, you know, I'd heard of it before, but never really knew much about it. And um, it's a film um, where the majority of it's set inside this wonderful kind of toy store, and it reminds me very much of the toy store you see in um, Home Alone Two. Okay. Yes. Yep, that very famous um, Donald Trump movie. Yeah, um, except for the fact that um, everything in this toy shop can come to life. Ooh. Like a is it F.A.O. Schwartz? Oh yes, yep. Over in that's the one you're on about from the uh, the other film. From, yeah, mm. that's the one from Home Alone, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, which that Toy Story's got that uh, Toy Story that Toy Store's gone now, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I'm sure. pretty sure because I know when Annette and I were planning to go to New York, we were like, right, what can we can we go see the thing from Big, and that store is no more. So, yeah, it was a real store that they rebranded and then it it disappeared yeah. a few years ago. Oh, makes me sad. So yeah, um, you know, it's a, a really good movie. Um, you know, nice to watch with the with the kids. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And where did you what did you watch this on? What platform? Uh, I watched this on a wall, and it was epic. <laughs> was it now TV? Was it Netflix? Was it Amazon? <laughs> it was Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Have you seen that one, Bob? About four times. Oh, so I'm guessing you like it then. Oh, yeah. I really do. That's one one of my favourite uh, family-friendly films, should mm. say. Yeah, it, it's a feel-good one, even though there are a few kind of bits that aren't particularly feel-good. But in general, it's feel-good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even the sad bits are not very sad. No. So it's a film I've not seen, so I should put that on my list. What? I've not seen it. There's quite a lot of films I've not seen, as we've gathered. (laughs) There's not enough time in the world. It's just crazy. So what else have you watched, Rob? 
Uh, I watched a uh, animated movie called Planet Fifty One. I've heard of that's a few years old. That one, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Two thousand and nine. That would be a yes. Yep, not one I've mm-hmm. seen, but I do remember it. Um, we we were we decided, you know, movie night. We were going to watch two movies, so these were the two. Um, and uh, so when when choosing the movie, it's great when there's when you've got something like Prime that does um, trailers. As a, you know, um, Netflix doesn't do a lot of trailers; just go straight into. Uh, into the movie but so we watched the planet 51 trailer and you've got this like nasa astronaut landing on a planet um you know the, the kind of the you know imagine scenes of um walking out in a spacesuit with your american flag ready to plant it into the into the ground of this unknown planet and uh, in doing so um, after planting the flag, looks up and realizes there's some aliens having a barbecue when it, <laughs> he's in like an alien town. Wow! Um, it's it's yep. it's again great family movie, uh, especially if you like sci-fi in space. We do, yes. Okay. And what was that on? Uh, again, Amazon Prime. So far, this episode is sponsored by Amazon Prime. By Amazon, <laughs> <laughs> that would do quite well. Yep. Now I, I can give you some Netflix next. Oh, God! What have you got on Netflix? Um, I, f- I spoke about it before. It's Cobra Kai. Yes. God, it's a great show, isn't it? I have now finished season one. Okay. Yep. And I have now finished season two. <laughs> now eagerly waited season three. And now I really want to finish yes, season well. three. So hurry up, uh, Netflix. Yeah. That is the problem with that show. It is effectively a three-hour series. So you could hammer it out in a single day easily and then you're like great yeah. i've caught up now so it's uh yep do you prefer season one uh, to season two or i kind of did but not that i disliked season two it's just i don't know i think the you kind of get used to what it is by season two where season yeah. one you're like wow this is a new spin on it i'm well impressed uh i you know i was well in in awe somehow you know with this show had captivated me so much mm. you know i wanted the cobra kai car i, I had a look you know <laughs> i could get one for fifteen thousand dollars in this well i could get one for ten thousand dollars in the states it cost me about five thousand dollars to bring it over to it to the uk yeah. um you know i you know i i wanted to to live the cobra kai life can i also add to the fact that i don't believe you drive anyway do you I can drive. You can drive. I okay, just you just don't. To. Gotcha. Here's, here's Rob. Yeah, here's I, I Rob. Do have get my it. driving license and. Uh... I just had visions of this car pulling up. You're like, yay! Oh shit! Forgot. I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob would be like, I'll yeah. have it. It's you know. It's a good show. I, I'm yeah. so so happy that um, Netflix brought the rights from YouTube, so we were getting a season three, and you can see that they they weren't bringing it back with the ending from season two. You know, they kind of wrapped it up in a way. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. It will, and I think it's this year, isn't it? It comes out. It's pretty. It should be pretty soon because I watched Cobra Kai season two last year. So it was mid mid mm-hmm. last year when I watched it. So it, they've had enough time, but you know, COVID's kind of kicked the crap out of everybody's schedule. So who knows when it's coming out? You can start to see the dregs of some of the crap TV that's coming out on 
the the BBC <laughs> and the ITV now. They're just stupid programs. You're like, oh my god, where's my box of DVDs and Blu-rays? Because no, <laughs> nothing's been made. The quality stuff has not been shot over the past few months. So it's just like, right, quick, let's. Uh, who's got a guinea pig? Right, let's film a reality show about a guinea pig. Got to Six episodes done. <laughs> Hour each. Film it. Madness. Put a voice over on it. So, uh, yes. You see, you missed the trickiest, Stuart. You could have uh, had everything you've uh, filmed so far syndicated and across uh, millions of people's TV screens by now. I could, now. Have, done a, I could actually have done Experience in Comic Con the series with the amount of footage I've got. Yeah. I've been backing all that crap up onto our drive this week, which, <laughs> uh, Bob, I'm sure you're no stranger to how much of a pain in the neck it is backing up lots of external hard drives trying to organize them all. My God, that's a oh, headache. Yeah. I've got something like six terabytes full of just random files, several copies of some of them, music in one folder, photos in another, all on different drives, and then trying to organize it so that I've got each sort of, you know, organized stuff on each drive is copy it all onto a computer, then put it all back onto our drive. Oh, no, I've not enough space. So I need to copy some of it onto there, and some of it, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the middle of doing that because I had yeah. um, an old external hard drive which i am not even kidding it is probably about 18 years old and it had 700 gig worth of stuff on it and i'm like this thing's ticking it's not supposed to tick when i copy things on it uh, to that noise i might need to get all this stuff off it before it dies and i did manage to get it all off before it dies so now i'm putting all the stuff back onto the the new drives are countless files of sci-fi whales so just over the four years of them all, so it's like, oh my god, I need to <laughs> organize all this stuff. So, uh, ticking hard drives, not a good thing. I mean, you don't yeah. mind the little ones that sort of tick, 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 tick when they're busy doing stuff, but when it's sort of like clunk, 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 you're like, that is not a good noise for a hard drive to make. Yeah, that's... I need to get this stuff off it now because it's going to die. So, I, I cleared the hard put drive the and put it in the bin. It's like, just, I'm getting rid of it. I wasn't even going to pass it on to anybody because, yeah. you know. But it is where I used to use it when I had files on Xbox Media Center when that was back in the day. That was a long wow. time ago. So, yes, that was there's, funny games. There's a bit of news I'm quite happy about as well. When I was go, going through all these family-friendly movies, yep. one of the movies that has been brought to my attention um, more recently was The Secret Garden, based on the fact that the re the, the latest remake was shot locally um, the other year, um, so you know I was I was having a look and you know you got the original from the fifties and I think you got a remake in um, I want to say seventies eighties something like that, yeah. uh, and then there's been a, a steampunk remake in the nineties and then obviously you've got this new one coming out so um, I'm thinking which one do I watch do I watch any so I had a look at when. Um, the the very new one was supposed to be released, and it was supposed to be released last month in cinemas. Big yeah. surprise. Um, but um, Sky Cinema have now brought the right, so it's going to go straight to um, Sky Cinema next month. Um, and as a now TV subscriber with the movie channels, that means I can watch it. Yeah. So I'm going to watch The Secret Guard and the new one next month. So I was quite happy about that, that... that someone like sky bought the rights to to show it it wasn't going to go um you know as a as a 20 pound extra to a, a already <laughs> streaming service or anything like that yeah. it was something that i've already paid for and there you go free of charge as a little bonus nice we will touch upon these 20 pound extra ones on uh, on the stuff <laughs> i've watched as well so uh, what else have you watched rob 
uh, that's about it. Okay. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm now looking for for um, a new series. I think because um, after blitzing Star Girl and Cobra Kai, and you know, I, I'm left. Okay. You know, so if somebody tell me what to watch. How, how are you, Bob, doing on the Expanse? I must admit, I've uh, I've left let it lapse for a while. Oh. I've not had chance to watch. Oh, no, um, so I, I'm. I think I was part way through season three. Okay, when I uh, I last watched. Yeah. So it, it, it's still good, but like I say, it's just the way that work is going at the moment and everything. Yeah. My kind of watching patterns are. I'm lucky if I get half an hour. Oh, so basically kind of putting on something that's going to be an hour or something. Yeah, it's, not <laughs> it's not happening. It's so, not. Yeah. I had to halt my TV watching because I realized I hadn't watched that many films. Plus with all the podcasts and stuff, I'm like, right, I'd, I'd finished Fear the Walking Dead season three. And I thought, right, I'm not going to start season four now because I know I'm not going to have the time to finish it. And and I'm just going to wait. So I I am waiting to, to start that. I don't mind leaving it six months or even a year between seasons because that's the way you would leave it. Yeah. Anyway, generally about six months, isn't it? One yeah. would finish and another would start. So I don't mind. I don't like leaving it part way through a series because I always forget what happened. I'll put. So if I was <laughs> you with the expanse, I would put it on and go, right. Um, where were we? What's happening? Who's who's that person? Where's that oh, person? I'm, I'm, I, I genuinely would forget just because the amount of stuff. I've with watched. the expanse, they always do kind of a bit of a recap at the oh, beginning, like but I'm quite sure I can remember where we're up to. Yeah. The amount of times I have to <laughs> go back and start from the season again, going right, okay, which is exactly <laughs> what I did with The Walking Dead. I kept up to date with that as it was on. Fell out with it when the tiger got bumped off in whatever season that was and then ended up thinking right sod it i'm just going to start from scratch and just work my <laughs> way back to the point where i was watching today my spending time with the walking dead cast that was shot in san diego and i was yeah. looking down the cast list i'm like oh that's who that is yeah now now i know who that cast member is that i was talking to gotcha okay um so that was kind of weird but no i have to keep some sort of momentum i brains going i think but uh so not mu- no tv club. Yeah, exactly isn't it it's too much going on it's crazy you know people are going oh yeah. we're locked down yeah but we still think as much if not more i think uh oh yeah locked down in houses etc so you still working from home then bob i am yes um uh, basically up and on the computer for about quarter to eight in the morning yeah. um in general then logging out about half six in the evening um this week I'm on call, so I'm still logged in. Oh, so so if you uh, disappear at some uh, point, then that means the, the internet and Bob's <laughs> yeah, house is crashed. Hear, <laughs> yeah, no, no. If you hear a phone going, and you know, I suddenly go quiet. Yeah, I've had to pick up a call. See, do you know what I think, Rob? I think I yeah. think that Bob's Batman. Oh, because <laughs> fat? No, because, no, not at all. <laughs> yes, Commissioner Tall Gordon. Man. I'll be right. That's what I think it is. I think it is Commissioner Gordon, and he is uh, Bob. Because I've never seen Batman and Bob in the same room. To be fair, uh, me either. <laughs> but Bob, have you got a, a red phone on your desk? He, just out of curiosity. Uh, no, nope. so he's denying it as well. I knew he would. Yeah. Kind of strange. Yeah. So if you were Batman. right, so if you're a superhero, Bob. Which one would you be? Mm-hmm. You could be any one of the movies or any of the superpowers or whatever. Which one would you go for? That's a totally random question I've just thought of. 
Well, as in, which, which could I picture myself being, or which would I which like? Which would you to be? like to be? Probably someone like Iron Man or Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I could see you being a Doctor Strange one because you do like all that mystical stuff. <laughs> that would that would be. So go on. What about yourself? Then? I want to be able to go invisible. So I'm going to be ah. invisible girl because I don't think there's an invisible guy. So I'll have to pick that superhero. But I would quite like the power of invisibility. Because that way you could like sneak around and watch people. But also, if you think, do you know what, I just need to chill out for half an hour and just not speak or whatever, you could just go invisible and just sit there in a chair and just rest. Ah, but there are, <laughs> there are invisible superheroes that are Are there? Who have yeah. we got? Yeah. Who have we got? There's a few. Well, one that immediately springs to mind. Um, I know it's not a fantastic movie, yeah. but it's still worth watching. Is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I've never seen that once, and because it gets critically panned, I've never bothered going back and rewatching it. But I should probably yeah. check that out again. Yeah. There's a guy in there that's uh, basically his power is invisibility. Well, be... In fact, he's permanently invisible. I don't know if I like to be. Yeah, you only see him when he wraps bandages around his head and wears things. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be. Par- I want to be able to switch it on and switch it off. So if I can tweak that one slightly, then that would be good. Yeah. Because if you're permanently <laughs> invisible, then nobody would ever see you. So that, unless you put bandages yeah. on, in which case you'd scare people, you like a bit of a mummy sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I want I'll I will be invisible girl because I would just stay at home and play my boobs. So I'd be all right. Oh, I'd be all right. I'd be I'd be off. <laughs> I'd be right down that green grocer's shop buying vegetables. <laughs> so Rob, the family show to cook to cook the rest of the superheroes' dinner. God's sake, oh. Bob! Right now you're being sexist. No, because <laughs> if I was a no, not really, because I would. I'd, yeah. Anyway, Rob, who would you be? <laughs> <laughs> who would you be if you were a superhero? Um, I would be Wolverine. I thought you were going to be a Power Ranger then. No, no, Wolverine. Okay. Um, because I, you know. Ever since watching um, X-Men from when I was younger, he was always my favourite X-Men. I, I thought it was cool. And the fact that um, he can't die um, is is amazing. I guess you've not seen... Almost you've not seen it. Logan, then? <laughs> Have you watched Logan? Forget these. Even, <laughs> Forget the... even Marvel have um, wiped out the X-Men movies. Yeah. So uh, just forget them. <laughs> let's, for- let's forget them. Go back to the cartoons. <laughs> I was going to say, going back to the cartoons, the one that I loved in the X-Men um, that I always wanted to be when I was younger was Gambit. Oh, Gambit. Was, yeah, he was, was called... he Vinnie Jones yeah. in the... What was it? No, he no, was... No, no. Um... He's yeah. the guy that throws cards. Mm-hmm. Has he been in the movie? Oh, he was in... Um, didn't uh, Liv Schreiber play him? He was in... Or was that... No, God, no. I forget. I need to brush him. Oh, I forget who it was that played him, but I can picture him in the... Uh, he, w- he was in one of the, the live-action mm. ones, yeah. Mm, I'm going to look that up, because I don't know. Yeah. Gambit. X-Men <laughs> Let's see who he was. And Gambit X-Men movies... Um, but, 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 no, that's about the character. But, but, oh, they keep trying to get a Gambit movie. That's why I was. Um, oh, it just never that. happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. I think yeah. they were trying to do it because Fox own X Men, don't they? And then there was originally a Gambit movie coming over, uh, but then it sort of didn't happen because Disney bought them. So, you know, I can't find who played Gambit, but I'm sure he's in one of the many, many movies somewhere. He is. So, have you played any video games? Because you could do that in less than an hour or half an hour. Oh yeah. What have you played? Um, 
Well, as you're probably quite aware, uh, I had Emily over this week, last weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, that was uh, quite a, a, a good one. Uh, by the way, it was Channing Tatum. That ah, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Just had a look up. Um, but yeah, uh, Emily was over. So um, she's been after uh, a game on um, Steam for quite a while and been kind of on it man and I said oh I'll keep an eye open for when it goes on sale and we'll pick it up and it's a game called Forager okay. which top down and what have you so I've been playing that um, been playing Terraria again um, been playing um, what else ooh uh, Tank Mechanic Simulator which would be boring as hell for anyone else <laughs> that isn't me yep <laughs> So, other than that, I think that's about it on the game. I can't believe there is actually a game called Tank Mechanic Simulator. Mind you, if there's, yeah. if there's a game called Goat Simulator, then, you know, why not have a Tank Mechanic well, Simulator? Yeah. So, I'm guessing that was the one you so, were yeah. playing, not Emily was playing. Oh, Definitely yeah, yeah. a Bob game, that one, isn't it? And, of course, Minecraft, of course. Yes. Now, is this the new Minecraft Dungeons, or is this just a vanilla Minecraft? Um, just the vanilla one. I've been playing... Minecraft Dungeons a while ago, but I've not been on it for a couple of weeks. How did uh, the Switch presence go down? Because it was Emily's, oh, Emily's birthday, well. wasn't it? So. It was, mm -hmm. yes. Um, I, I dropped them off, as you're well yep. aware. Um, and she was, well, literally, virtually as soon as she'd left the front door and got back into uh, her friends, they'd uh, fired it up <laughs> and was were playing uh, the uh, Super Smash Brothers, yes, is it? Yes, that's the one, yep. Which is a multiplayer one, and then of course when her friends went, she got uh, Animal Crossing going. So yeah, <laughs> totally addicted. Nice, just like her dad. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with video game addictiveness. So we all do it, don't no. we, Rob? Yes. Oh yeah. What's uh, What's Addy's favourite games to play? I mean, you play Minecraft and stuff with her. Uh, Minecraft at the moment. Um, we were playing Minecraft only an hour ago um you know she enjoys animal crossing as well that's uh, definitely up there as one of the favorites yeah. um um the lego games um we get a got a lot of good use out of those um you know great two-player fun again yeah can't go wrong with lego no. yeah so uh so yeah Emily's in Lego Batman 2 at the moment. Do you know what? I tried to uh, get that game for the Xbox Xbox One. and that, I don't think that game's available for the Xbox One, which is a shame. Cause there's a few that have yeah, kind of moved up. But Batman 2 is definitely one of the best ones for the Batman. Batman 3 is yeah. not that good. It's just, you know, Batman yeah. 2 is all this big open world and it's great. Batman 3 seems to be this sort of level thing where you spin around the globe and just choose levels. It doesn't feel like it's as big as oh. the uh, the second Batman. So it's not a terrible game. It just, I definitely, mm -hmm. out of all the Batman games, the second one is, is more epic, favorite? I think. So, yeah, that, I played <laughs> I played quite a lot of that. And I saw Annette playing Batman 3 and I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm good, thanks. But I... I picked yeah. up for her, which she's not yet taken the cellophane off because she's busy playing the DC villains on the Xbox One. Yes. I picked up a Lego Ninjago for her, which Ooh. I think they're all at about 16 quid on Amazon. So they, they seem to have price dropped yeah. a lot of the Lego games. And that's one she'd never, ever played because she just didn't fancy the world of Ninjago because she didn't really know that much about it. Because she thought it was just a fighty game. Oh, uh, no, but no. I looked online at some gameplay videos that people had done. It's like it's kind of exactly the same as the other Lego games. So oh. I've I've purchased that one for her. So 
you have to let us know mm. what you think because that's one that I'd like to be looking at picking up. At well, some point. I shall get to play it at some point. Oh, no, I was going to say I was going to play it, uh, but and then and then share <laughs> it. But I tend to use the PlayStation, and she uses the Xbox. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I will. I'll let you know. But either look, get her. I views. will do. Get her points. But she's busy hammering away at uh, DC villains. I've set it up so it's it's set up for her computer desk. So she's downstairs in the living room on the left-hand side where her workstation is. So she's playing it on her headphones. And I'm using a 55-inch 4K TV for the PlayStation 4, playing Call of Duty World War II online. So <laughs> earlier on for about an hour, we were just like, I'm not going to speak to you anymore. We're just playing our video games. So uh, I'm back into the multiplayer stuff on that one. So it's... Um, yeah. So it's fun. I think multiplayer is the way to go. You mm. tend to have more fun. It is with those games. I mean, we used to have so much fun playing Unreal Tournament and stuff. Oh yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, I don't put a headset on, and I don't bother with a microphone. But it's it's nice playing against actual players. So it's uh, I'm in that fun yeah. bit where I'm using crap weapons to try and level up to make them less crap weapons, and I've kind of got there. <laughs> I, I always tend to, uh, and Bob will know this from Unreal Tournament. I just, it's like big rocket launcher or something that fires a million bullets a minute, and that doesn't necessarily make you a good online player so it's a case i'm on this some sort of what's the rifle calls it a gerard we call it bob something like that something on on, uh, on call of duty i'm sure it's called a gerard it's basically uh each time you pull a tr- some, yeah something like that uh Garand. that's the one yeah the, the m1 that's the one. from a, we're on about world war Two america yes. yeah yeah, so I'm Garrett. using that, so, and I'm trying to get used to the fact that each time I pull the trigger, one bullet comes out, not 400. And, and so, <laughs> it, at the minute, it's taken me three shots to kill a person. So it's a case of ooh, bang, bang, bang. Ooh. So I'm sort of doing a Leah Harvey Oswald and trying to fire off some magic bullets or whatever and, and kill people. I'm not doing too bad at it. I'm getting there, but I'm still getting hammered quite a lot. But I'm slowly leveling up. Is it, it a up. game that you get bonuses for where you hit them? Uh, sometimes, generally, you will get bonuses if you shoot them right in the head. So that's yeah. quite good. That You can just one-shot kill them then. But anywhere else, it's a case of yeah, three shots. But then you can level up the bullet. So at some point, it will be, right, I'll move up to the next gun or the next ammunition style, and then I can fire less than yeah, three shots. It'll be two shots. But it's a lot of fun. I like these games where you can just put them on for 20 minutes. Or 10 minutes and go, yes. I'm just going to have a quick game and I'm off and I can level up. So I've been playing a lot of that. I, um, I've i still not done any more VR. I've got the Star Wars, Vader Immortal, downloaded, paid for and everything. Uh, but I've not yet played it. So I'll get there at some point. I've just not really not really done that. Yeah. Um, I bought a DVD today, though, Bob. Ooh, which you, you may like. I, I saw that it had come out because I went onto Google Play and I looked at the new movies that come out, and one of them was like, ooh, that looks cool. I didn't know that was out. I had been waiting for it for quite a while. So I went on Amazon and purchased the DVD uh, Metallica S&M 2, which is the, the latest sort of concert that they do with the San Francisco Philharmonic Orchestra, which oh, bet the first epic. one was amazing with Michael Kamen conducting the orchestra. And it's all, so it's all, I'm not yeah. a massive Metallica fan, but to hear like a would you class them as heavy metal or rock? But, so heavy a heavy metal. metal band with a philharmonic orchestra, it's kind of cool because it works perfectly. Uh, a lot of the fans didn't like it at the time, but never mind. So it's been however many years, it's like twenty years or something, since they did this concert. So they've now come back and they've done a big tour with uh, with S and M two, 
So I've picked up the DVD on that. So I shall let you know what that's like. But that was my that yeah. was my purchase. Um, <laughs> I am also quite excited about a documentary coming out, which I think you can actually rent at the minute, called Not For Resale, which is a documentary all about video game stores and the death of physical media, which I find all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff fascinating. I'm still working my way through high score on Netflix. So let's put that in tick for Netflix box sponsored by Netflix. Uh, So I love all these video (laughs) game documentaries. It all started with from bedrooms to billions, the the one that got you, Bob, which was great. So anytime there was a documentary about people collected movies or, or horror documentaries or, or stuff like that. So I will, uh, I will run to it and watch that one. So that's on my radar. Well, I was going to say, one thing that I have got to be um, really thankful for, in a way, one of the things that Emily said um, that she'd, I don't know whether she got it for birthday or whether it was just something that they did around her birthday, they basically sat down and watched Ready Player One. Okay. Ooh, good movie. So when she kind of mentioned this to me, it's case, ooh, and what did you think? <laughs> so she really enjoyed it and what have you. So we got nattering about it and I said, Oh, well, at some point I'll have to get you to read the book. Yeah. Said and if you like the movie, and I'm kind of guessing you might like the book, I said, um, back end of November, Ready Player Two comes out as a book. It does. So mm-hmm. yeah. Do you- do you think we'll get a film of Ready Player Two? Because from what I heard, Spielberg's not very keen on rushing back. Because not often he does sequels. He does like now and again. I think he's done one like the Indiana Jones films and stuff. But generally, he doesn't tend to bother. I think we will. Yeah. I don't think it'll be imminent, mm-hmm. but I think we will get a follow-up. Uh, probably, as you say, under a different director. Yeah. But I mean, it did a did reasonable box office. I think I it did. Yeah. And it's definitely done okay on you know kind of home release on dvds and yeah. blu-ray so yeah i can't see why they wouldn't no. do it i would watch that whether it did have kind of the same special effects budget i don't know but yeah i think but would it need it i don't know it depends doesn't it i think by it was probably more expensive when the first one came out that it would be for the second one because technology has moved on yeah so you could probably copy a lot of the the stuff from the first one cheaper well, maybe the other thing that I would say in that is the first one was probably more special effects heavy than it needed to be because they didn't follow the book. Right. If they followed the book, the special effects budget probably wouldn't have been as much. How close to the book was it? If, if you were to give a percentage, so 100% is they nailed it, it's as if they copied the book. What, do you th- what would you, because you've read the book and seen the movie. 70 to 80. Okay. Um, like I say, the tasks were slightly different. Um, I liked some of the things that they did in the movie, but I also missed some of the things that they did in the book. Um, I mean, in the book, it was more of a homage to truly what the 1980s and the start of, you know, kind of the whole genre and things was. So, I mean, without giving too much away in the book, the first task is tied into Dungeons and Dragons rather than a race video right. game. So again, it, it is in you know in 
kind of you know the, the um, VR realm that it's done, but it's literally has to solve um, a rather classic Dungeons and Dragons dungeon, and ends up taking the big baddie at the end of the dungeon on, playing the old arcade video game of Joust. Okay, wow, yep, I love that game. <laughs> and yeah, so this is it. He basically has to take on this massive demi lich playing Joust in the middle of like a crumbling throne room. So I know we'd probably talked about it when the film came out because I remember you were getting excited about the casting news and oh, Simon Pegg's going to be there and yeah. so on. And then we'd spoke about it and you'd watched the film and there were changes. Can you remember what your reaction was after you came out of the film? Because I can't remember what it was. Was it a case of, eh, or was it, actually it's quite good, but they changed bits that I wouldn't, I can't, what was, what was your thoughts looking back on it now? I enjoyed it. Perhaps not as much as I have rewatching it since. Um, partially, as I say, probably because there were things that I was looking out for from the book that wasn't in right. there. Um, one of the things that was in the trailers that they didn't use in the films, um, but was in the books. Uh, now I don't know whether it was all to do with. Yeah, copyright. I don't know. I don't know what. But um, one of the big things in the book is that he, the kind of the dead guy, is a big fan of the rock band Rush. And in one of the trailers, they used some Rush tracks. And in the books, it does play a rather big part in the story. And then there was nothing in the in the actual film. Mm. Why was that? And I don't know. Um, another one that was a big change, you know, at the end of the film where they're basically, he's doing the run from the back of the van. Yep. In the books, he's actually at Simon Pegg's character's house. Okay. Yep. So, so yeah, there's a few kind of changes that are significant. Yeah. So, but as I say, watching it for the second time, I enjoyed it more than I probably did at the movies because I, w I don't know, as well as not looking for things that I was expecting, I was watching to see what was going on more than what I was looking for. I also think if you're watching a film, certainly one that you enjoyed the book of as much as you did, you kind of go into the cinema with a mental tick list going, I wonder if they're going to show this. I wonder if they're going to, oh, no, they didn't. And yeah, exactly. So when you watch it again, you go, right, I know exactly what I'm not going to show. Let me just enjoy the film for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You were probably the same when you went into Fellowship of the Ring, I would have thought, going, right, here we go. How's this, how's this going to look? How's the acting? How's the effects? Have they got this bit in? Have they got that? Where's the, where's the elf bread? You know, that sort of stuff. Uh, I think more with the, the kind of the Fellowship, I really had quite low expectations. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I almost went in with an open mind thinking, okay, I'm not expecting this to be fantastic. Um, was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was the same with The Force <laughs> Awakens when I went to see that. Everybody was like, oh, Star Wars. I'm like, I'm not going in with super hype because it will not live up to that. And then I did. I really enjoyed it. So I was quite happy with that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there was a new Star Trek trailer this week, Rob, for Star Trek Discovery. Did you watch it? I didn't because it's not a show I watch. No. I don't no. Either. Have you checked out Lower Decks yet? Um, I haven't. Um, as far as I know, it's not over here yet. No, the first so. episode apparently was on YouTube, but I've not been able to find it at all. So it, it is out there somewhere. Mm. But I have seen clips. It's very funny. So I've seen the trailer, which made me giggle. 
saying that there there is a chance i might see it one of the things um i've done this week like i say is mess around with some vr yes. um and um you've been on the holiday well well technically Ooh. yes um Ooh. there's um there's an app called big screen i don't know if either of you are, are familiar with it um it's it, it's it's basically set uh and i could quite easily see it, it doing that taking on the cinemas so there's different um kind of um cinema setups as like kind of futuristic ones there's kind of your your old um kind of um you know quaint cinemas from the past and all these different setups there's the 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 movie lobby um there's even um kind of rooms in in kind of um fantastic houses just set up with big screens and everything and um this um this app actually has screenings throughout the week and you're supposed to be able to kind of buy virtual tickets for them so it's a way for them to make yep. money so um at the moment you know they've got transformers coming up they've got um teenage mutant ninja turtles ghost in the shell um uh, you know this week and it gives you the countdown of when it's going to be but when you're when you're there you've got your own avatar that you've set up so you're sitting next to somebody else who's an actual real person um and um i was testing this thing out and i didn't know how it worked i didn't you know i haven't really played around with uh, with my oculus that much so i didn't even know what technology it's got i didn't know if they could hear me or if i'd need to buy a microphone so i i kind of ended up in the lobby and i could hear some people a group of people who were standing um kind of quite near but 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 not right next to me talking <laughs> i thought you know it, this is odd they're, they're having this conversation just standing around in the lobby and i'm like do I need a microphone or what? So like I'm looking at them and then all of a sudden I just decided I'll go for it. Excuse me. Oh, you, you guys over there. Can you hear me? And, and yeah, they turned wow. around and they're like, yes, we can hear you. That's mental. <laughs> it's really, I don't know if I like that or not. What do you think, Bob? <laughs> so you, it's a it way forward. forward. And you, you sit in the cinema and um, you can throw popcorn. What? Why? Yeah. Can you, can you take your yeah. phone out? No, you can't. Were you social distancing with people? Um, I, I wasn't. I was sitting that's, right next to somebody at one point. Pee Wee Herman. It's one of them sort of movie theaters, was it, where he's out having a fiddle? Oh. No. <laughs> the, the hilarious thing is, though, because obviously you've got the mix. You get kind of, um, you know, older people, younger yeah. people, kids. Um, and, um, you know, we, we were looking at this app, and, and Nicole. You know, she's like, I want to have a look around. So she's wearing it. But obviously she's my avatar. So she's, you know, um, a female voice and a, and a male avatar yeah. body. <laughs> and um, so she was in um, talking to some people because she was laughing. Not, you know, she didn't know all the controls and everything. And um, got chatting with um, a group of people who seemed quite nice, kind of giving her tips and helping her to do it. And then, you know, you could hear some like kind of 12 year old turn up. You can just tell oh, how yeah. they talk and, you know, um, and this, and all you can hear this twelve-year-old saying then is, "I can hear a girl. Where's a girl? I can't yeah, see a girl. There's he a girl." He probably wouldn't even know what one looks like. He's a twelve-year-old wearing a VR headset. So, um, would, you, would you watch a film wearing your entire headset? I would, and I'll tell you why. Because um, the person who told me about this is my friend in Florida. Yeah. Who um, we've been friends for oh, probably a good 
going on 20 years now, but we've never met. Okay. So um, she was the one who told me about it, and um, you get kind of different screens that are playing things all the time. So um, about an hour ago, um, no, longer than that, I was um, I was flicking through um, these things before I went on to Minecraft, and one of the rooms just said Star Trek rooms. So I was like, <laughs> okay. yep, this sounds good to me. <laughs> so I clicked on it, and they were, they were showing um, reruns of Star Trek The Next Generation. So I was in this um, kind of cinema room. There was only two or three other people in there, but you know, you were you were in there watching Star Trek. Um, and because this friend of mine had mentioned it, you know, she said, you know, it's a way for us to to be able to kind of do some stuff, you know, hang out. Um, and she said, um, I'm sure she said there was a lower deck channel. Yep. <laughs> um so it you might find that you know i spend a bit of time in there kind of hanging out with a friend that i'd never well a you know i've never met but b i've never even spoken to before <laughs> yeah um i've only ever used um online yeah. chat um you know typing things out on a keyboard so um yeah it's it's definitely uh something that i think i'll I'll be doing a bit. See, I don't know how I'd do watching full film with a VR headset, and I don't know how you felt, Bob, because to my knowledge, you uh, have used VR more than I have in a time period, because you were you were often engrossed in Skyrim. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. I'm like, try this out, Bob. And then next is like half an hour, 40 minutes, he's on this thing, and I'm like, is Bob coming out of the Skyrim? Or is he literally <laughs> going to finish the entire game? How did you feel when you took the headset off, Bob? Did you? Because any more than about 20 minutes, I feel a little bit, because I'm not that used to I, it yet. I wasn't bad with that. I was expecting to be a lot worse with the time that yeah. I was on it. but. I was taking things steady in the mm. game. Um, like I say, it was interesting doing it because, of course, I played, you know, the PC version and yeah. what have you. So I'm used to, like, the 2D environment where you kind of, okay, if I want to turn left, I've got to move my mouse. You know, all things like this. But playing that, it's a lot more immersive, as you yeah. can imagine. Um, so, like I say, you know, bits in... You know, playing through the, the, the tutorial, if you would, uh, for a better word for it, the, for the beginning yeah. of it, which is common to all characters kind of thing. Um, it was interesting because, as you say, I knew what was going to be coming up because I played it on yeah. the PC. But being able to do things in VR, um, the bit that I really got me was the bit sneaking up on the bed. Right. Yeah. You know, doing all that, it's a case of, right, I get to do yeah. sneaky weird yeah. it's it's a it's a <laughs> weird technology and it's one i need to get into using a bit more but i know that on the playstation vr you can just put your headset on put a, a dvd or a blu-ray in the displayer and just play it and it's as if you are watching it in the cinema but these kind of rooms sound quite interesting i was gonna say with the rooms and that if you can kind of basically dress up your avatar, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Rob would be like, dressed as a Klingon. Can you imagine going, watching all like this? Yeah, do the, do the Star Trek stuff in full uniform. Yeah. You know? Rob, Things you like would, that. wouldn't you? Well, yeah, and to be honest, I was looking through the um, the the customization screen on the avatar, and yeah. um, they when it gets to your eyes, you can flick through just standard eyes, or then obviously you've got um, glasses, sunglasses, 
and flicking Do through. You you got one. Yeah, it looked. <laughs> yes. It wasn't. It wasn't. But it was very close. And then the one <laughs> after that looked very much like um, Picard Borg um, oh, eye nice. implant. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it, it was very good. Um, it's it's a shame that it's not on more platforms. Just mm. having a look now, it's the um, the Oculus um, platform. Um, Valve Index, whatever that is, Steam VR, Vive, and Windows Mixed Reality. So, um, just a shame, like PlayStation VR isn't on there, else we would have been able to meet up and watch something. But um, just having a look on the website, um, it talks about um, the movie and the TV channels that are streaming all the time, and um, most of them are ad supported. So they've got um, kind of live US broadcasters that are um, that are available twenty four seven. Um, that's just ads um, supported very much like our own kind of TV channels over here. So I think wow. it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the problem with VR is there's that many, and it's not many, but there's different platforms. And if there was, if there was one, oh, yeah. or you or you could you mm-hmm. can cross platform them. So I could go on my PlayStation, and you could go on your your Oculus, whatever, and then we could communicate that way. I think it would take off a lot better. I th- I think yeah, it will happen. Do you think some of the mm. the lesser popular ones will just go? Oh yeah, we're out of this game, and then it will eventually end up like like Blu-ray did. You know, HD DVD goes. Yeah. We're out of here, and then Blu-ray's like, thank you. We'll we'll t- we'll take it from here. Well, when you think about it, a lot of even going back into like general things on PCs, you had different ways of doing stuff, and then they became standardized so that more folk could put you know kind of applications through them you know so like you know video standards and what have you on the pc and i think as we get more into like as they would say the internet of things and all this um i think it you're going to get more and more standards that multi-platforms will conform to so like you say five ten years down the line the latest PlayStation VR will link up, you know, on, if you go to certain chat rooms or whatever, or certain platforms yeah. with, like you say, you know, Oculus, you know, and all the others, you'll well, end up getting a commonality. Well, this one on the website, looking now, it says um, PlayStation VR support coming in 2020. Nice. There you go. Which, you know, so there's not so much, much left, left there's in not 2020. Much time left, so yeah, um, very soon, Stuart, you might be able to um, meet up virtually with me uh, to watch a, a Star Trek episode or Power Rangers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to st- the Star Trek Epic. episode. That will uh, that is definitely put me down for the Star Trek. <laughs> definitely. Did you see it? I don't know. I could just see you meeting up for a Power Rangers with you dressed as one. Well. Only on yeah. certain days of the week, Bob, and only for you. So. Uh, did you? Oh no! <laughs> I no, I died for free. You, Bob, you get it for free. You've got the discount code. You're fine. Uh, so, have you seen for the announcement for Xbox Series X? Have finally announced the price for the US. They've also announced a release date of 10th of November. Now, these are US dates, so who knows whether it's going to be um, yeah. whether it's going to be in the UK. But the, the Xbox Series X is going to be $499, which will probably equate to £499. When it comes over here, yep. and there's also an Xbox Series S for two hundred and ninety nine dollars or two hundred and ninety nine pounds, probably when it comes over here. So the Series S is a tiny, teeny little console, 
which is obviously not as powerful as the Series X. So I, you know, if you're going to get one, go the extra 200 and get a Series yeah. X. Mm. But uh, do you think you might upgrade to the next console, Bob? Because you've not really gone Xbox. What you are you still on? What are you on now? You've 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 got X. Three sixty yeah, and a PS4, and yeah. I couldn't remember whether yeah. you'd gone up to the Xbox One. I'd been contemplating it, but I decided against it because, like I said, the news was saying, Wait. "Yeah, another yeah. one coming out." So now I'm sure Sony are going, "Oh crap!" Right, let's announce our price because uh, there's not yeah. really that much coming out for the Xbox. Halo was supposed to come out, but that's been delayed, so that will cause a big dent. But I'm I'm kind of in the PlayStation camp at the minute well i was gonna say hasn't there been a lot more announcements of um cross-platform on certain supposedly proprietary games i don't know if it's reached as far as xbox but i know kind of um certain ones that were proprietary to say nintendo are now going to be on the playstation yeah i've heard that yeah and i believe that's probably the way it should be i think it's just like you know People buy the consoles, just make the money off the games, whatever. It's just you, you see it online where it's the Xbox people having a fight with the PlayStation people, and you're like, just get a grip. It's, and then you see the the wonderful, yeah. genuine minor, the minority people who are like, I just like video games. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy both. Yeah. I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna buy this one. I don't care. Stop fighting. Get a grip. Uh, just let me enjoy what I yeah. enjoy. It's madness. So, what about you, Rob? Are you would you upgrade, or are you happy with this Switch? Um, I I like the Switch. Um, I think it's uh, it's enough for me at the moment. Um, you know, I've still got, I've got an Xbox 360. I've got PlayStation Three is probably the latest I went um, with the PlayStation. Um, but more than anything, I'm quite happy with um, playing on my super nintendo and mega drive nice. games yeah. yeah wow showing your age <laughs> you know yes you know let's play some retro games and then throw in you know half an hour on the oculus as well watching some tv that's the thing yeah. isn't it? you've got enough sort of gaming content to fill the time that you play video games so it's like do i really need another console yeah. no i don't i i seem to kind of get in there at the end when um things are reduced in price um at the moment i've been slowly building up my um nintendo 3ds game collection (laughs) even though i don't own a 3ds why is this like Uh, on the free game or have you actually been buying these games no no physical copies of purchased games 3ds um no, I I literally pick these things up. I, I hear of a deal where it's like one pound fifty okay. for the game yeah. or whatever delivered, and I, I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, the in, the game is good reviews. <laughs> so yeah, and and that's what I do. And you know, the the DS itself, which I do own a DS. Um, I you know again very late in the game with the DS. Um, I bought um, a secondhand DS on eBay. Um, picked up the games for next to nothing. You know, it just seems to be how I work, you know, and the 3DS, at some point, I'll pick one of those up, probably secondhand, probably on eBay, um, but I'll have a collection of games to go with it when I, when I do it. And when you're picking them up for yeah, £1.50 each, you know, you can't complain. I remember, uh, Bob, when you got me, in fact, I don't think you'd got me the PS3 yet, but I'd signed up for 
the PlayStation, and I was just downloading yeah. games every month because they give you free games. It's great, and uh, I had so many games. When <laughs> I eventually got the console, it's like, hey, here we go, download them. And then where I was living at the time, it did not have fast internet, so this poor sucker was downloading for weeks, weeks <laughs> and weeks and weeks. Now where I'm living, it's, it's downloaded before I even decide to download it. It's that fast. But uh, yeah, I've still got the PS. I do need to play it more. It's plugged in right next to me, but it's a case when you got a PlayStation Four downstairs and you go, "I'm going to play games for half an hour." You generally go to the newer console, don't you? But there is a lot of games on the PS3 that I've not finished, like Medal of Honor and all this sort of stuff. It's like I want to play them. So there, uh, I will get round to it at some point. Probably when Annette's watching Britain's Got Talent and the British, British Bake Off and all that crap <laughs> that's coming back, but never mind. So, uh, well, what have I been watching? Well, uh, Oliver Stone is still following me, so I'm still very happy. I've not turned him away yet. He did actually. He he's liked probably about a dozen of my tweets over the past week. Uh, one of them, including last week's podcast link, which Ooh. was quite interesting. Uh, that was probably about three days Aww. ago where, because I, I tend to watch for him online. I'm like, right, because he's, he's traveling the world doing his his publicity for Chasing the Light, his book. So it's like, I'll see him online and go, let's retweet. Let's try and catch him. Let's see if he notices the tweet. And he did like <laughs> that one. But it was um, the weirdest sort of Twitter week for me was I decided, right, it's, it's Oliver's birthday on the 15th of September. You know, because I'm... Um, I'm, yeah. a, I'm not going to get him a card, but I'm going to drop him a DM and say, hi, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, right, September, I have no no movie theme this month. You know, I've had the big projector month before, the pilot TV thing in August. So I thought, what can I do? I'm going to start rewatching all of the directed by Oliver Stone DVDs and Blu-rays that I've got in the house. So I went through all the tubs yeah. and I dug them all out. There's about 17 I've got in total. So I thought, right, I'm going to start from the first one that I've got. So I um, I started watching Salvador from 1986, which is a really good film. Uh, if you've not seen that one, starring James Woods. So I was I had that on, and I've seen them seen all these films before. So I was watching them whilst I was doing my night job. My night job is very very quiet. Obviously, I was fully concentrating on my night job, not sitting what not sitting watching oh, Salvador at all. Uh, so but so I was putting trivia. Out, doink, 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 and a little bit of trivia. People were liking it. They seemed to be genuinely enjoying it. People were chatting about it and all this sort of stuff. And then I got to Platoon the, the night after, and I thought, all right, this trivia thing seems to work. <laughs> so I was putting trivia out, blah, 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 blah. And uh, there's so many people in Platoon. Uh, you know, Tony Todd's in it. Uh, obviously, Charlie Sheen's in it. Forrest Whitaker's in it. And John C. McGinley, who, if you've seen Scrubs, he was in Scrubs. If you've seen Point Break, he was the FBI boys, boss in Point Break. Very sort of loud personality. I can't remember his character name in Scrubs, but he was he was like the head doctor, and he would just shout and scream, and yeah. he was very sarcastic. He's great. John C. McGinley's great. So I'd watch that, and I'd put, oh, look, John C. McGinley, blah, blah, And John C. McGinley had liked it, so I'm like, that's kind of cool. That's all right. And then <laughs> I moved on the night after to the next film that Oliver Stone did, Wall Street. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, yep, it's John C. McGinley again. Boink. This film sees John C. McGinley back in an Oliver Stone film and Charlie Sheen reunited, blah, blah, blah. Boink. John C. McGinley, like, tweet. That's kind of cool. John C. McGinley, retweet. <laughs> I'm like, that's even, that's not bad at all. So I did all the trivia and stuff for Platoon and, and Wall Street. And I thought, all right, what's, what's the next film? Next one was 1988's Talk Radio, which is generally the film where people go, 
I haven't heard of that one. For some reason, that seems to be one that's fallen off people's radar when they think of all of the Stone movies. But it is a, also a good film. Yeah. And who should pop up on that but Mr. McGinley again. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, Tom Radio. <laughs> it's got Alec Baldwin and bang, this is John C. McGinley again. Am I having an Oliver Stone festival or am I having a John C. McGinley John festival? C. McGin- John C. McGinley, <laughs> like John C. McGinley, retweet. I'm like, this is getting really fucking weird <laughs> so so it's then it was like on to uh born on the fourth of july and it's like oh this is getting really silly now because i'm pretty sure mcginley was in that one and i'm He's like this is getting there. really daft now so i did the whole trivia thing the coolest trivia i found for born on the fourth of july is um is oliver stone and tom cruise discussed seriously about injecting Tom Cruise's legs with a paralysis serum so it would actually make him not be able to move. And Tom Cruise is like, do it, do it, let's get it done. And all the stones are like, all right. But they couldn't guarantee Tom Cruise's safety, so they thought maybe maybe that's not a good idea. But they were close. They they really both wanted to paralyze Tom Cruise. So uh, (laughs) after Born on the Fourth of July, I went on to The Doors, which I am about halfway through watching, which is, it's a weird film, but I think Jim Morrison is quite strange anyway. But uh, it's easily Val Kilmer's best. But there's no, there is no John C. McGinley in that one. So, I was so I'm a little it. bit upset at that. <laughs> so there's no McGinley. But apparently oh. he does come back in any given Sunday. And I believe he's also in Nixon. So he yes. will be making a return uh, to to that one. But it was it was kind of weird. It's like putting tweets out. You've got Oliver Stone and John C. McGinley and Tony Todd all liking it and retweeting it. And you're like, this is such a surreal nice. world that I'm, uh, that I'm living in at a minute. So, um, so, yeah, I've got The Doors next. I think after The Doors, I think it's JFK. That is, I'm getting into the territory of the super long Oliver Stone films so it's JFK which is 200 and something minutes and then Nixon which is like two uh, about three hours something as well so, and then it's Heaven and Earth which is a little bit shorter so I'm going to try and watch Heaven and Earth on Oliver Stone's birthday on the 15th because that's one of his favourite films Excellent. it's one of my favourite films but he yeah. did actually like one of the tweets when I said because somebody was on about Heaven and Earth and they said, oh, I'm glad somebody's mentioned that because it's a great film. And I'm like, it, it is my favourite film by Oliver Stone. It has a special place in my heart. And it's like to see Oliver Stone go, like, I'm like, hey. So I'm quite happy with that. So it's been a, a, a week of Oliver Stone tweets. And, uh, and, and John, John C. McGinley, can't forget John C. McGinley. But it was, it, was, it was quite funny. I'm like, oh, God, it's John again. And you know me, I don't go, oof, I maybe, maybe shouldn't tweet now. No, 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 I just do it more. So it's crazy. Yeah. So the best film I have watched this week, can you guess what it is? It's not one of those, it, but it should be because I've seen them before. But can you guess? Power Rangers movie. Close, Rob. Close. Okay. Let's try. Mulan. Oh. You watched it? God, what a. What about the live action one? My favourite Disney live action film that they've done so far. Uh, I absolutely love that film. It's so good. So much so that I've watched it twice. So um, I've watched it with Annette. I made her watch it as well. Such a good movie. I knew that I would quite like it. I'm like, I'm sure it's good. I've seen the trailers. I'm sure it's fine. But the music is perfect. It's beautifully shot. 
the the lead actress whose name I would pronounce, but I would just butcher it because I don't know how to pronounce. She is fantastic. It provoked one of the funniest Twitter um, outrages ever when mm-hmm. I asked, how dare me go online and say I've just watched Mulan it's absolutely amazing because there's a big boycott <laughs> Mulan thing going on across the social media platforms because the lead actress dared speak her political opinion against the or rather for the Chinese government and against a lot of the protests that were going on in Hong Kong so to it's not just about that though is it it's because um, we've also got a lot of it um, filmed where these um, kind of detention camps yes. have been set up the, in uh, yeah, in the, China the province, as well. So. I forgot. I saw the name, but I can't. Yeah. Again, I would probably kill the pronunciation. But I saw somebody complaining mm-hmm. about the fact that a lot of it was filmed at this province. So I didn't know why that was an issue, uh, but now I do. So, but it was like so. I put on it. I tweeted out. And I wish I had it, but I tweet a lot. And this was like several days ago, so it's probably lost in my Oliver Stone and John C. McGinley tweets. But um, so I'd put out that I just watched the film, absolutely loved it, cinematically beautiful, great cast, great performance, really, really happy watching the film. And then this guy came in and he's like, you know, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, but I'm really disappointed that you've watched the film and that you like the film, especially with all the goings on. So I'm like, no, I'm talking about the film. I love the film. Mm-hmm. Yes, not the politics. The cast did a wonderful job with their performances, and I love the world that the cast did and the filmmakers have done for this thing. Yeah, but you 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 can't talk about the film without mentioning the politics. I'm like, yes, I can. I said, yes, I am talking. You know, Mulan the character is a fantastic role model for for girls. So you know, for each of your daughters. Because she stands up for a country, mm-hmm. she yeah. stands up for a family in a gender-repressive society, which is what it was at yep. the time and probably is to a certain extent, still is, is in China. So he's like, yeah, but you can't, you've got to mention, here, look, look yeah. at this article. I'm like, I'm not concerned with what the actress said, whether her opinions are right or wrong. I'm talking about the film. I loved it. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. I will happily recommend it to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And this guy was getting very upset that I wasn't commenting on the comments of the lead actress. And it's like, I said, look, when I watch a film, I can separate a movie from whoever's on screen. And I know, Bob, you at one point weren't a Tom Cruise fan. And was some of that to do with the fact that he's a Scientologist, whatever, he's a bit of a div? Something, something. No, I just thought he was a bit too full of himself. I, kind of, I think he probably was, I think. He would probably admit that. But you would get some people, and I know some people who go, Tom Cruise, Scientology, I don't like Scientology, I'm not going to watch his films. It's like, okay. I have no... I'd have no problems. I mean, literally, if I bumped into Tom Cruise, <laughs> I could quite happily have a, a conversation with him without even... You'd have to look to down first, though, wouldn't you, Bob? Because you're like six foot odd. You just walked into my groin. <laughs> Yeah, but no, so, so <laughs> yeah, so I stand corrected. So I'm pretty sure all three of us could can separate a movie from the off-screen and behind the the, the things. Yeah. And, as, well, I mean, you've got the mm. whole thing with things like Wonder yeah. Woman and mm. Gal Gadot. What I've get there was outcries about that, but I'm sorry, I watched the film Great for film. the film, not for. The actors' politics or religion or 
sexual orientation or anything like that. I had this, I ended up getting yeah. this guy was just he was not getting it, and he was like massively disappointed that I wasn't addressing these issues that went on. And I'm like, and I kept going back. Going, I said, look, I'm talking about the movie. Thousands of people made Moolah. You look at the credits. There's literally thousands of people that make it. Yeah. One person who has an opinion. That's the, what I don't get. It. Disney made the film. Yeah. Yes, the lead actress might have opinions that not everybody agrees with. Get a grip. Not everybody does agree with opinions. Uh, it's the internet, for God's sake. Nobody ever does. But he was getting very upset. And I went back to him and said, look, I said, 1994's Pulp Fiction. Great film. Is that a bad film nowadays because Harvey Weinstein was involved in making it? No, it doesn't make it any less of a, a decent film. Or Usual Suspects. Still a great film, even though Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey have a little bit of a dubious um, personal life, shall we say. Sort of, still a damn good movie. And this guy, he yeah. was, yeah, he could not get it. He could not handle how I could easily separate um, separate the movies from it. But Moolah was amazing. This is it. I'm sorry if you're going to be like that. You've got to do the same with everything in life. So, like you say, it's a case of. Um, yeah, I'm never going to wear a Hugo Boss suit because they made all the uh, clothing for the Nazi party. <laughs> yeah, and I probably, I probably would. You know, yeah. that's probably something I would go. Fine, I'm not going to do it. But it's, you know, it's like yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird one. But it, some people there is this massive boycott Mulan thing going on. It's like, look, just get a grip. No. It's lots. Enjoy it for the film. Don't need to watch, Don't need to agree and with yeah, the politics. I just I didn't. It was, uh, and then my other yeah. Twitter conversation, which started off like, "Is this the week of the troll?" But ended up in a very, very, a very, it very. Is I don't tend to suffer troll. too many with those, though. I really don't. I mean, I had that guy who came at me for a little bit and then just went off. But I looked at his timeline; and he was just bitching about Brexit on pretty much all of his timelines. So I'm like, "Fine, I get, I get it. You yeah. come online to just complain about shit." But um, there was. There was Sounds somebody like else. Oh, somebody else had, and I've forgotten his name because it was a Twitter handle. And he'd, I think, days later, he shared shared this article with me, and it was huge. It was like I don't know how many pages, but several, all about Mulan, and it went into everything. It was so in depth that I just didn't read it all, but I skimmed over it. So I replied to this guy saying, he obviously watched a different film than I did because I really liked the film. And um, this guy came back and he said, mm. "He said that was a little bit, a little bit flippant, though." He said, "People just watch films differently." I'm like, "No, I get that. Fine, because you know we always have those conversations. Some films we like, the other one doesn't. Blah blah blah. It's, it's not a problem. Yeah. Nobody falls out about it." So I went, "No, no, that's fine." I said, "But I, sometimes I just wish that people would go, I like that, or nah, didn't like it." So then he came back at me going. Yeah, but oh, I said I hate film reviewers like that. I said no. I said if somebody asks me why I liked a film or why I didn't, I can t- I can talk. I said, but for somebody to write yeah. what looks like the novel of Mulan, just comment on a, on a bloody Disney film, I said it's just it's a bit overkill, isn't it? So then he came back and it it, uh, it sort of turned into a like a bit of a sparring thing because he's like yeah but you know I've reviewed loads of films well, well so have I I said I've been doing this for like 10 years but yeah but I've been doing this for like the 11 years and I've been doing this that and the other I'm like well well I've been doing it for you know 500 and something episodes and I write movies and I talk about movies and then, you know if you cut me I'll probably bleed movies and then he came back and he said I don't see why you're so upset I said well I'm genuinely I'm not upset I said 
I'm not I'm not upset at all. I said it does not bother me when somebody doesn't like a film that I like or, or vice versa. I really I do not care. Oh. He said mm. he said you're coming across as upset. I said I said I, I said totally. Do you know what? I'm not. We're, we're having a conversation. I'm fine. You're fine. We're yeah. both fine. Nobody's fallen out or whatever. I said, but looking at the tweets, it, we were one step away from my brother's bigger than your brother. Let's sort that stuff out. So then he sent through this picture of him meeting, uh, I think it's a production designer from Blade. So he went, oh, here's me. Uh, here, here's me meeting the person from Blade. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Here's me meeting Michael Bean. And he went, ooh. Oh, that's good. And then he came back with another one. He went, here's me meeting <laughs> Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters and Oz. I'm like, ooh, well, that's, that, that's good. That is good. Uh, here's me meeting Georgie uh, Romero. And he went, he said, I have got a few more pictures, but no, I'll, I'll let you in. I'm like, thank you. And then we got on like a house on fire. <laughs> yeah, so I it was kind of, it started off potentially being a bit of a, a trolley thing, but then ended up going, yeah, you're fine. I'm fine. Blah 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 blah. So that was kind of a nice Twitter conversation that I had throughout the week. But I, I generally, yeah, I think you could have trumped him on it. I think Romero is pretty much <laughs> is the biggie. I think the next one I would have gone in with is the picture of me with the entire cast of The Walking Dead. That's probably, but yeah. I think Romero <laughs> would still have beat that. But the fact that he's he's got a picture of him with uh, with Ernie Hudson was pretty cool. I was struggling. I'm like, what can beat Ernie Hudson? And I, I think I did manage to find one. So. But uh, he, yeah, here's me videoing. Here's me. Here's a video of me interviewing several like, people. Yeah, get ready for <laughs> the biggest pile of pictures you've ever had in your entire life. Here's a video of me, and it includes a Stan Lee cameo of that one. Uh, so, have you guys ever suffered from from trolls? No. Nope. Oh yes, you have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Which platform? Um, well, you always get them in online games, of course. <laughs> but um, uh, basically, uh, Twitter have been trolled. Okay. Um, a rather obvious one, in a way. Uh, basically, kind of after um, Anne and myself broke up, of course, I was um, trolled by uh, her now partner. Ah, okay. Uncle Mark. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> So yeah, I, I shot that one down quite quickly. I think you've, you've got to do them. Yeah, that's the thing with trolls. They come out, you just got to put them down. You just get out. Otherwise, yeah. it just carries on and on and on. And it's a bit of a faff. But no, I've never really suffered that much from them. You know, you get people disagree oh, no. with you and stuff, but I'm cool with that because that's conversations, isn't it? So, you know. Oh, yeah. One that always sticks in my mind when I was in um, a, a polytechnic which for those across the pond is sort of, well, it's a different version of university. They've all become universities again over here. Um, basically, one of the guys that I knew, you know, kind of friend of a friend down there, um, I, I really have to look up to him because he basically managed to outdo me on one of my own strengths, which is I can talk about anything. I've seen you do it. I've seen you literally have a conversation about anything. And it's literally a case of it. He got on to something that I had quite strong mm -hmm. opinions on. And he was arguing, well, he was basically putting in a very kind of lucid manner counter arguments to everything that I was saying. And 
I've got to admit, it was trolling me perfectly because I was getting slightly worked up. I had had been drinking, which doesn't help. But then to top it all off, after about half an hour, an hour of all this discussion, he basically turned around and said, actually, I don't have that strong an opinion on this. I was just doing it to see if I could get a rise. That's mean, isn't it? That's quite quite mean. But the fact... did. I had, no, but I had to laugh. At did you tell him that he was nearly getting a rise out of you? Or did you keep that little nugget to yourself? Oh, I All think right. he knew. But yeah, I, I, I really did like that. Yeah, I thought, yep, yeah, okay, yeah. Because I've seen you literally have a conversation, not necessarily about nothing that you're making stuff up, but I remember when we went to Las Vegas. And so we, we landed <laughs> in the airport. Now, the airport is what, 10 minutes drive, do you think? From, probably from there to the hotel or maybe 15 Maybe oh, yeah. 10, 15 10, minutes. 15, yeah. So by the time we yeah. got into the taxi and by the time we'd got to the hotel, Bob and this taxi driver were in the biggest discussion about the Vietnam War I've ever seen. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What was, the, what was it the driver said? We, we could have we we won, won it. it. We just didn't want to, I think was the phrase. And I'm thinking, yeah. I really want to jump into that. The three of you in the back. We're looking on kind of askance we were like, all this. You didn't want to. I'm pretty sure everybody over there wanted to, but it was de- that's definitely one of the strangest uh, conversations I've witnessed you have. But the other one there that you always had to take the Mickey out of before is I always pick up the accent. <laughs> he does well. it in about ten minutes. Bob's got an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> And what was the one? And everybody maintains I was there, but I really wasn't because I can't remember seeing it or hearing anybody comment. But we were at a Comic-Con and we'd stayed over in the hotel and we're all having a conversation in the bar, even though I wasn't there. I think everybody else was. And some woman (laughs) flashed her boobs. And I... Oh, this that is was, and I Birmingham, didn't see yeah. it. I don't remember anybody going, oh my God, did you see what happened? But people do maintain I was there, but I don't... Th- do you see what I mean, there? too? I mean, Rob, this is... This is <laughs> Rob, was I there as well? No, no. no. The three people in the room, at, well, in our conversation yeah. at the time, were myself, Stuart, and uh, so Where was Everton? Had he gone to bed first? He'd gone to, uh, he'd gone to bed... No, uh, Rick's missus went right. to bed first. Then Rick took her upstairs, uh, got her to bed, got the room key, came back down right. and joined us. Um, Ev went to bed half 11, yeah. something like that. And then, like I said, the three of us were sat at the back of the bar room in the hotel. And um, this is the thing. It was a case of both yourself and myself had our backs to the bar area. Rick was sat opposite looking right. that way. Now, I'm quite sure that you did see it because I, I, I've got a strange feeling that you were the first one to comment on it, but Rick had seen it and I was the that one that disturbs me it. that I forget that because obviously, obviously the and subject it, matter. <laughs> it's like, it really upsets me yeah, that I forget. Was, <laughs> it was literally, I, I, I was talking and these two, I thought, were listening raptly to what yeah. we were discussing. And I stopped my conversation and there was this pregnant pause and then Stuart was a case of, did I really see that? I'm, I'm upset. That I can't remember that. That just, yeah, that, that pain, pains me. To give you the situation, <laughs> behind me, apparently, there was a group of guys at the bar and a solitary woman. They were all doing drinks, and apparently she basically lifted yep. up her top. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I can't comment on this because yeah, I can't I comment either because I can't remember it. And I don't even drink, so it's not a case of oh, I don't no. drink at all. I've still never ever been drunk, so it's like that's what also baffles me why I would never remember that. But well, I think it was about half two, three o'clock. That's you possibly, for, possibly for, why I don't remember it then. <laughs> and I think it was about four o'clock that both Rick and myself oh left my the bar. God, and I know um, this would have been a Saturday night because we would have gone to the the Comic Con on the yes. Sunday again. Um, for the, for the we two did. days, that's thing. when I saw the. Yes, yeah, so you need to find out Polaroid. Send me a picture <laughs> of that because I need to, just because just out of pure nostalgia. Because while I've been backing up all the photos and and stuff on the hard drive, I've got all the pictures and stuff from the comic cons that we used to go to. So pictures of Rick with John Reese Davis and Craig Charles well, and all that, that sort been of stuff. One. So I think that would have been the one, which would have been the early two thousand genres easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that way, way back. But I've I've probably got so many photos of you on my hard drive because you know trips we did to <laughs> Edinburgh. We've got a picture of you with your head in the cannon, and uh, yes. pictures of Malta. Malta. I've I've still got the Mount Etna one where you're in a snowstorm wearing a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. I've still got that picture. I've seen that one. Um, That's regularly the about. Edinburgh one where we got we put her head in stocks or whatever it was in some sort of dungeon tour thing that we'd done, the official photo, I've found that one. So I need to, at some point, just send... You still have your black and white photos that you took around Edinburgh, because we did a late I night think walk, so, didn't yeah. we? And you got some classic photos of, like, the little yes, alleyways. I've still, I've still got all of that stuff. So at some point, I need to get you just, like, a zip file of all these pictures, because I know you, you lost a lot <laughs> when your PC died, didn't you? Yeah, basically, it's a case of a lot of our early ones when we did the first Vegas yep. trip. Um, I had them all on a, um, a, a kind of, I, I would say a laptop, but it was more of a replacement yeah, it was, it was a, That was laptop, a hefty you know laptop, I mean? if you call it that, yeah. 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 And basically, I had what your external drive was close to suffering from. I had a head crash, and it just yep, wiped so it. you lost them all. I lost Everything I've probably got all there. those. At some point, if you get a Wii transfer link from me, then that's what it'll be. So I will I will piece all the photos together of the trips that we did and any shots that you've got in you. Uh, I'm not doing the same to you, Rob, because I've probably got about 70 or 100 gig worth of stuff from Sci-Fi Wales. Pictures, panels, MP3 files. I have got all of Sci-Fi Wales recorded, I think, which is just kind of Excellent. mental. But uh, So I do need to go through uh-huh. all that sort of stuff, so... Lots of happy tons, memories. Tons of happy memories. So I was mm-hmm. uh, showing Annette today the some of the scenes from Experience and Comic Con on the, the big TV, on, and I was like, "Damn!" Because that's you're in that as well. With obviously Rob, you're in it because of Sci-Fi Wales. Bob, you're mm-hmm. in it because of that. But also Birmingham. Uh, you and I yes. did the little segment in Birmingham and stuff. So I was watching all of that type of thing. So crazy. So yeah, this week has been a, a definitely a, a memory lane sort of thing uh, and and the biggest wow. tangent away from you've got to watch Mulan that we've had for a while it's such a good film it, it's, <laughs> yes. it is really really good I think Bob I think you like it um, because it, yeah. I mean to me it looks like it was authentic Chinese mythology and stuff yeah. but you know it's Disney so if it's not 100% accurate yeah. then you, you kind of let it slide but it's, uh, it's a great film for you, your daughters to watch because whilst there is violence battle scenes in it there's no blood flying around there's no heads flying off it's it is a yeah. disney film but uh, i i loved it the music mm-hmm. was amazing so yeah i'm very very happy with that yeah i'll probably mm. pick it up 
when it comes yeah, out. Yeah, well, it is dropping onto the actual Disney Plus at the end of the year. So I think it's December, which is however however far away that is. Who knows anymore? But at, at some point, <laughs> you would also hope that it will come out on Blu-ray and physical media. I think that's the problem with some of these direct-to-streaming things. It's like some of the Netflix. Yes. Netflix movies. Well, you know, the speed... Yeah. Are they ever going to come out? Well, you'd hope so. It's yeah. like my aunt doesn't have the internet. I was not never had the internet. Probably doesn't even know what the internet is. I'm not even kidding. I was talking to her today, and um, I was talking about how deliveries are working where she is. She's in a residential home, basically. I said, "How do deliveries work?" Oh no, the postman comes around. I went, "No, but when people order things online, how? What do you mean? Well, on the internet, huh?" Okay, let me just backtrack this. Some people can order via the computer. If that happens, how does somebody deliver it? So I ended up going, well, I'll order the thing you want, and then I'll just bring it up to your house at some point. But uh, yeah. is she's no, there's no streaming platform. She hasn't got the internet. So how could she watch <laughs> some of these films if they don't come out on physical disc? Yeah. So, you know, hopefully they will all come out. I know Criterion of bringing out The Irishman, which was a Netflix exclusive that's coming out on yes. Blu-ray, so that will be good. Um, and yeah, I can't think. I've a few screeners through this week, uh, a few Arrow ones. They sent me some through. So I got Bicycle Thieves, which I think I got last week, and they sent me one through, which I can't find. But have you ever seen that really, really, really old film where, and I'm talking like 1920s or 1910s or something, and I think it's George Melier where it's the moon and it's got like a rocket in its face. Oh, that that very yes. famous shot. So Arrow have done like a reissue of that plus a whole bunch of special features and documentaries as far as I can gather. So I've got that to watch at some point. So that'll be uh, that'll Ooh. be an interesting one. But at the minute, I'm all just bogged up with all of the Stone movies, and I'm, I am plowing <laughs> me. It's a, good it's a very good thing, and I'm loving watching old films again. We've spoke about this often, yes. where you go, you know, I don't watch anything new because nothing new's coming out that appeals to me. I'm going to just go to my comfort zones and just watch some of the old films. Yes. So uh, I've, I've re-picked up World Trade Center which I, I didn't own for some reason. My DVD just went walkies years ago, so I've got that. And uh, I've got my nice little Region 1 DVD player out, so I'm watching all my American DVDs <laughs> that I've not been able to watch for a long time. The only thing is, you look at some of these, quali- the quality of them, and you're like, whoa, that yeah. needs a 4K upgrade. Jeez. This is it. When you've got a TV that's 4K and you kind of put it in, it's good. Yeah, that's looking a bit dated. So I've actually thrown out some of my music DVDs because of that. You put them on and you go, I've not seen this yeah. placebo concert for ages. You put it on, you're like, what is this, Minecraft? Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> it's about 25 years old. And you, you put it on a 4K yeah. TV or a Blu-ray player, you're like, I can't watch that. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm getting rid of it. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've chucked out a few. You have to put it on the put cinematic. It on the cinematic. Yes, watch it on the projector. <laughs> it would probably still look, still look yeah. bad. But um, but I haven't done oh. any projector stuff this week yet. But uh, you know, there is it's still time. time. Yes. So I plan to uh, watch some of my Oliver Stone films on uh, on the projector. So definitely, heaven definitely heaven and earth. earth. Uh, I would love to watch them all, to be honest. But we've had we had a bit of an accident last week where the curtain blind fell off. The curtain rail fell off. So Ooh. it's like, oh great! So you can't watch films in a daylight sort of. <laughs> 
blasted living room. It no. just wouldn't work. You'd be able to hear it, but not see it. So it's like, right, let's put this curtain pole up. Done. Day, day after, fell off again. Great. Now we've got really big holes in the wall. Well, let's buy another curtain pole. Okay. Let's buy another curtain pole. Bought another curtain pole. Slightly different one. Put it up. Yay. That looks good. Oh, it's fell off. I'm oh not no. good on DIY. It's not my thing. It's like I'm just, I could do light bulbs <laughs> and I could rewire things, but if it's like screwing things off into the ground, like 10 feet above ground level, I'm not, you know, forget it. It's not happening. Mean, yes. That's not what, I have else. nobody else to call. That's the problem. It's like, hey, can I call? Nope. Well, nobody. this is it. So, yeah. I do it. so we bought this other one. No, it's not working. So then we bought this um, bit, the very basic curtain wire. So there's literally two hooks on it. Put it on the wall. Brilliant. Yes. Let's get the, it comes with these little sticky adhesive pads that you just hook it on either end. So let's put those up. Doink. Put it out. Oh, that kind of works. Oh, look. No, it doesn't. It fell off. This is the third time. It's like, brilliant. So we went on to Amazon again. Amazon got so much money from me this week. Let's buy this no more nails or no nails, whatever it is. Just put it up. <laughs> stick. Yeah. Doink. Right. And that said, right, put the curtains up. I'm like, no, well, let's have a look online and see how long it takes for this stuff to dry. So I was only holding the lightest of curtain rails. So it's not a heavy thing. So I looked, yeah. it was 24 hours to 48 hours. So it's like, right. So next like, <laughs> is it dry yet? Well, it's only been four hours. So I'm not testing it yet. Let's leave it the <laughs> full 24, right? 24 minimum, we're going to leave it, which was today. So it's like, right, brilliant. Yeah. Put it up. Brilliant. It does work. Ping. Oh, it's fell off. Again, so no more nails, didn't work. So I'm like, right, get me some really fat screws because I've got da, 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 screwed it into the, the wall fitting. Yay, now it works. <laughs> so now it finally works after about a week. So we've not been able to do any projector stuff because of daylight. So, yeah, that's... I was going to say, it's one of those odd ones. I know kind of you're not a great fan of going out in the current uh, kind of nope. situation. But if I'd known about this, I would have suggested going down. Um, I believe there's still uh, a, a setup on uh, in the market hall in okay. where you live. Yep. And a company that do blinds. Okay. Yep. So I would have suggested getting a blackout yeah, blind. Possibly, and that may be something to look at at some point. But it's like I was, I was just getting more annoyed each time yeah. I put it up and it fell off, and then that's like, well, there's no <laughs> point. There's no point getting stressed. I'm like, well, there is because it needs to go up. She said, but it doesn't need to go up now. I'm like, yeah, but if I don't put it up, who puts it up? Nobody. So I've got to put it up, but I don't know how to do stuff like this. DIY is not my thing. Don't know how to do it. I'm clueless. So it's like, if I don't do it, it doesn't get done. And if it doesn't get done, it never gets solved. And if it never gets solved, then everybody's going to be unhappy. So guess what? I'll have to try and do it. So I ended up being just two fat screws. Bang, 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 bang. Right, now it's not going anywhere ever. So that's that's that done. So uh, so to sort of mirror your week, Bob, mine has been ups and downs. Lots and of curtain poles coming down, uh, oh, oh, but lots of ups. Yeah, you know, like Oliver Stone and John C. McGinley and watching movies and doing eight podcasts in a week. Yeah. I am doing. I'm going back onto the Golden Globus uh, podcast later on this month because they're they're doing an episode on Highlander two. Because <laughs> they mentioned Ooh. it, they said we're doing. I'm like, I want to be on that one. They're like, oh, it's a terrible film. I'm like, no, 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 no. I love that <laughs> film. I said, if you watched the director's cut, or have you just seen the theatrical? They're like, I've just seen the theatrical. I'm like, that's your problem. 
watch, watch the, the director's, director's cut. cut. So my homework before the 20th of September is to watch the director's cut and educate them about why that's a good version, <laughs> but the theatrical one where they're all aliens is a bit crap. Exactly. Yes. So, so yeah. I'm going to be well. jumping on their podcast at some point. So, uh, so what are you guys up to for the coming week other than work, obviously? Rob, what are you up to? Um, I'm going to be delving more into the world of VR. Any things picked out, or are you just gonna are you gonna go back on this this virtual chat roomy thing and see what all that's about cinema? No, yeah, big big screen's going to be um, uh, one that uh, I kind of really explore. Um, meet up with uh, my friend mm-hmm. from America. Um, other than that, I um, I've still got to try. Um, the Stranger Things um, experience yeah, on there yeah, that, yeah. that my friend when uh, he came up from Derby um, tried on my device but I never have personally so uh, um, you know uh, I've got to get that again I watched her do that one and I saw her get scared to death by that one, so I've not done that one. But I have, yeah, it's one of the free <laughs> you'll find this Bob when you, you get your VR or whatever, there's so many free experiences you just and a lot of them are like one pound fifty or something so i spent so much money just buying cheap vr experiences and i'll be able to to sort of steer you in the right direction as to what the good ones are and what the crap ones are but i think there's not that many crap ones there's just maybe half a dozen at the most where you're like eh, it's not that good but there's a lot of good ones and there's a lot of free ones free is always a good price excellent oh yeah (laughs) what about you bob what's got uh, what's what's the week ahead for yourself? Um, on call, as I say, um, which means that uh, I basically can't wander too far away yep. from the PC, just in case. Uh, I'm hoping Mum will be let out of hospital. Uh, if that is the case, I will have to do some shopping for mm-hmm. her over the weekend and be nice yep. to see her. Other than that, uh, it's just a case of doing things around the house. I've I've actually started getting myself a bit more nice. organised, but I'm I'm not going to say much Damn, more about that at the moment. In case I was going to ask, well, so what sort of stuff have you got organised so far? What are you focusing on? No, no, it's basically a case of um, I suppose we've been on furlough and what have you and all this, and to a certain degree, kind of you know not really being totally compass mentis with it. Um, is basically things have been probably let slide a bit. So I've basically been kind of starting to get myself organized and setting myself tasks to do to basically get the house and the garden and the yep. shed and everything sorted the way I want yep. it to be. And also kind of hopefully get a bit more into shape <laughs> yeah. rather than, I know round is a shape, <laughs> yeah. but. Get a nice figure that isn't a zero. Is that the one? You know, I don't want to be a size yeah. zero because it's round. I want it to be a size like one. No, no, I don't want to be a one. That's straight up and down. Yeah, you've got to have some shit. <laughs> Number four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel you on the house organization because Annette and I have been uh, decluttering our house, shall we say. So it's a case of why have we still got yes. that? Let's get rid of it. Why have we still got this? Let's get yep. rid of all this. So we've got rid of 
just bags of stuff, so much stuff, and then it's a case of filtering it into people's bins on the morning of uh, rubbish yes. collection, which is plastic night uh, this week. So it's a case of any cardboard or whatever generally goes in the same sort of bins, and then we've got all the plastic. I've got a big bag full of plastic coat hangers. It's just going to go straight in there. Yeah. But we are decluttering like crazy to the point where if you look at our house, it looks like we're about to move out. It's, uh, it's just... Yeah. Boxes everywhere. The geek room has been pretty much dismantled. Uh, my room where I'm, I'm working now, there's, there's not that much wall art on there because that's all come off. I went through all my photo frames, the little eight by tens, and took all the pictures out this week because the, the frames I've got, they're all they're all different types. Some of them are knackered, you know, they're sort of. 10 years old some of the photos are actually starting to fade which i think i'd mentioned the oliver stone one previously so i'm like you know what i'm going to take them all out and i'm going to put them all in this folder and the folder will not get harmed by daylight so thankfully the oliver stone Mm. thing i was a bit worried about taking the picture out of the frame and it being stuck to the glass because i had that yeah, sometimes my John Carpenter that, yeah. one is like that. I've got my my very first John Ooh. Carpenter one. I've got will not come out the glass, so it's a case of that one is just going to live in a frame permanently because if I take it out and also a da- it's, it's going to ruin it. And I also damaged uh, a Brit Eklund picture, not the signature part, but the actual photo part because when I took it out the glass, some oh. of it was stuck to it for some reason. So I'm like, Do you know what? They can all just live in the folder now, and if people come around and go. Let me have a look. I could just sit there and, and show them that way. So I've done that. So I'm throwing a load of those frames out, which, uh, you know, they can probably go in bins and stuff because they're glass. So, but yeah, just decluttering like mad. So I'll be glad when that's all finished. It's hectic. It's housework, like. But I think we're probably going to be at home for quite a while, I think, by by the looks of it. By the looks of things. How's things in yeah. Wales, Rob? How's the school situation down there, over there, across there? Uh, kids went back um, last week, I believe. Same here, I think. Um, so, you know, when I say kids, I mean, you know, those that yes. aren't daddy. Because yeah. um, <laughs> uh, the, the odd thing is, uh, I know it's right at the end of the podcast here for for a That's bit fine. of a rant, but um, we we didn't send her back. We made up our mind, you know, we weighed up, um, you know, the pros and the cons and we thought, you know what, she, she's still getting a good education at home. You know, um, Nicole's a teaching assistant, you know, she's very good at what she does. The, the feedback from her teachers, um, has been great on what she's been doing at, at home. So we don't feel she's suffering and we feel it's safer here. So, you know, so we made up a mind. We wrote a letter to the school to inform them um, and come kind of return to school. Um, a few people's, you know, message saying, oh, um, such and such said, Addy wasn't in class today. Are you not sending her back? And we're like, no. Um, but it's it. we thought it was mandatory. I didn't want to send my kids back, but. You know, I'm like, think for yourselves. How many people went to school and were told by the teachers, stand up, think for yourself. If somebody comes to you and offers you a cigarette or or drugs, don't do it because they're doing Mm -hmm. it. You know, yeah, you've got your own brain, make up your own mind, and that was the kind of 
told and then you know come now the government says that you have to return your child to school oh okay i, I have no option in this and, and i'm not joking we've had four parents privately messages to ask about it and said one of them okay. to the point who said um I've been crying all day because I didn't want to send my child back. I'm just Don't so worried. Back, there you go. Easy, easy solution. Yeah, exactly. Um, and now it seems a lot of them are, are getting ill. One of one yeah. of Addie's friends, we heard from her um, oh, the other day. Kids don't get it. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. The virus, I know. Kids that yeah. spread bugs either, but, you know. It's yeah, madness, you know. isn't it? Um, there's, you know... I think the latest count, somebody was doing an independent count on Twitter that, that had found um, trolling, like literally hundreds of news sources from different counties and everything. And he was up to a um, something like 280 odd schools he'd counted that had closed so far in, in the like three, four days that they'd been really? open. You don't see that on the news though, do you? It's not widely no, reported. It's no. just like you've got Boris or whatever going, oh, everybody's got to do this. And now you see it. it, it it's yeah. safe, but if you, if you look at Parliament, it's uh, it, it's quite empty. But it's safe What's to be in, in groups. Yeah. Has, has he eaten <laughs> don't out? think it has. <laughs> eaten out to help out. No, definitely not. No. But I saw somebody, because I, I will share the Sky News thing, because one of my issues is, Unless you go looking for the news story, you you don't necessarily see what the news is. So if I see something on Sky News or BBC News, it's like, oh, that's kind of like the lockdown things change, and I'll share it and put it across Twitter or whatever. And then somebody replied, I think this was one last week, he said, oh, God's sake, just open the country up. There's only been three deaths, which I get where, all, you know, that's what? Th there's three people <laughs> dying, but it's not as bad as it was where it was up to like 900 or something. So, you know. Okay, I'll let that one slide. Day after, 32 dead. It's like, there you go, pal. That's what it is. 32, it, three's bad. 32 is damn sight worse. And it's now starting to, mm -hmm. to rocket up where you, we, you know, it's 3,000 or whatever cases per day that it's now being registered. And yeah. shock horror. Oh, look, wonder why that's happening. But the, the you know, the predicted second wave, not shock. Not a shock at all. And then we've got universities going yeah. back in, yeah. in a week. Yeah. But thankfully, our workplaces seem to be okay with us working from home. So, you know, yes. for us, that's good. But uh, on, on a final, mm -hmm. final sort of closing note, uh, one of Annette's daughters, Rebecca, came around today with her boyfriend because he was cutting the hedge for us. Again, I'm not a DIY person. It's like, you know what? Have some money, cut the hedge. It's a huge hedge. It's huge. I was going to say, did he use he your did. hedge He did. He did use our hedge trimmers. Did the cable It did. He did chop piece? it down. He actually did. You know what? He did an amazing job on the hedge. It was like, I wish I could do that, but I can't. So we were, um, we were chatting afterwards, and we are on about, because it's like Rebecca's never, she's 22, I think, now, and she's never worked, right, since she left school, never had a job. And her, her boyfriend doesn't really work, but he he does work now and again and but not very often. So they they pretty much get up, watch Netflix, blah blah blah. And we Annette and I were like, they need to kick up their arse. They need to go Where does the money come uh, from? Ta tax mm. payments. Annette, really? That's where that comes from. Us. Um so we're we're chatting because they had the offer to go out to Thailand because uh, her boyfriend's dad lives in Thailand. He's like, Oh, you should come out and we were like, Why are you why are you not going out there? 
what the hell? Why are you not yeah. going to have a life experience in Thailand rather than just sitting around watching Netflix, being bored, being fed up, and blah, blah, blah? Go flipping do something. So well, I was chatting to him about that, and I, we were chatting about concerts because um, I think I'd mentioned a Metallica one. And Rebecca said yeah. to him, she said, you've never been to a concert, have you? And he went, no, never been to a concert. And he's in his 20s as well. I'm thinking, really? Never been to a concert? He went, no. He said, I don't see the point. And I'm like, what? Okay. I said, please explain. <laughs> what do you mean you don't see the point? He said, well, <laughs> he said, um, there's no point. He said, I don't really like crowds of people. I said, okay. So I, get, I said, I get that. That's a valley. I said, but you can go to a concert and you can get a, a seat. And you've got your own space in this seat generally people will not get in your face so you've got your own little two or three feet you know around you so that's fine yeah. go for a seat I get where you are don't stand I get it don't stand on the floor he said yeah but he said I don't see the point he said why, why should I pay money when I can watch it on like YouTube or something so I'm like okay right um, I'll tell you why <laughs> I said tell me tell me the <laughs> ultimate ultimate person that you could ever meet or or whatever who's your who's your favorite person of all time he said well a lot of mine are dead i said well even if they're dead who are they just just one just give me several if you want to give me several he said well oh it's a hard question but eventually he said bob marley so i'm like okay i said um so you, you like bob marley but yeah i said imagine you could sit here now and think do you know what oh, i remember a few years ago when i was in the same room as bob marley he went he said, no, I'll get you now. Yeah, you know, I understand. <laughs> and it's like... It, End of the concert, he shoots it? I mean, hands. even if you don't meet them, it's like I went to Hall H. Yeah. I'm in the same room as Oliver Stone. It's like, holy crap. I mean, now he's following me on yeah. Twitter. So, you know, being in the same room, eh, you know, <laughs> there you go. But it's like <laughs> stuff like that. It's like... And then I, so I rattled yeah. off all these mm -hmm. things. And it was I once arranged for another one of Annette's daughters to go meet Meatloaf. To literally go up and have a chat with Meatloaf and you know have a photo taken and stuff, and she, she's like, "Wow, met Meatloaf, my ultimate favourite musician." Um, and then I rattled off the time that I've been in the same room as Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, and he's like, "Oh, but I was amazing." I'm like, "Exactly." I said I was also about two feet away from Stan Lee, and he went, "Oh my God, I bet I was amazing." I'm like. Do you want to change your opinion on what's the point in going to concerts because you can watch them on YouTube? And he went, <laughs> "Yeah." He said, "I see where you're coming from now." So that was a win. Um, and it yeah. sort of—I I think of that as the same way you, Rob, when you were saying, "Just make your own mind up." For God's sake, make your own decision. Don't feel yeah. petrified that somebody's telling you to send your own child to school. If you don't want to send them to school, don't. Yeah. Don't. Well, I've had this. You know, I had the conversation the other night with Nicole. I said, "Would these parents then, who've been messaging us saying I don't want to send my kid, but I thought I had to, like, w what would happen if we'd had a, you know, um, right? Your kids must go back to school. Um, we've decided to call half of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, you, you know, you're not going to find out until you come to pick your kids up. So uh, please send them tomorrow because it's mandatory. Uh, no, thank it's you. It's bonkers. I mean, it's not a case of. I don't think anybody should. Say, I think if I had a kid, I'd be very wary about sending them. To, I don't know because I'm not in that position. But so is Emily back to school, Bob? Which is not. It's not like. Well, yes. well, how dare you, Bob? What's the matter with you, terrible parent? It's. It is interesting hearing different people's perspectives. But from what I hear, schools are safe within their classrooms and stuff. I think 
are they? Well, this is I it. don't know. Because you hear a lot of stories where everybody's, you know, you take your bag in and you don't you don't take it home again. So I think they've changed a lot of stuff, but I obviously I don't know how safe they are. Well, but. This is it in in relation to what I know of what's going on yeah. at Emily School. It's literally a case of the kids are staying in one classroom and the teachers are moving around to teach the different okay. subjects, which is mm-hmm. valid. Um, in communal areas, they're meant to wear masks. Yeah. So that's encouraged. This is children exception. as well. Um, right, okay. Because she's yeah. at high school now, isn't she? But Grammar, yeah. Grammar, yeah. Uh-huh. She's at BRGS. Um, but it's one of those, it's a case of right. So when they're actually in the classroom, they're not required to wear oh, okay. a mask. When they get on the school yep. bus, they're not required oh, to wear okay. a mask. Okay, now with where Emily lives, of course, she doesn't need a bus. She literally right. walks on. So that's quite good. But, yeah, it, it, I just, I don't know. It, it's almost like, yeah, they're almost doing a, a conservative thing. It's a case of, yeah, you've got to wear a mask until yeah, you Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like, we, we, you need to do this unless you don't want to. <laughs> okay, so I don't have to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well... You kind of do. What well, happens if I don't do. do it? Well, nothing really. We can't enforce it. So I don't have to. No, no, you do. I, th- I think <laughs> I think that's the problem with the is the enforcement side or, you know, lack of. Um, we actually know um, a school teacher and we were chatting to them um, the other day and um, they told us that um, in his class, there were children who were coughing and sneezing um, already and, um, you know, didn't say say anything to him at the time. But I said to Nicole after, I said, I'm sure that we were told that, you know, if, if a child was ill, one, they shouldn't be sent yep. into school and two, that they would be yep. sent any, home. Any, any showing but, of symptoms and you would either don't send so, them in or you would be sent home and coughing yeah. and sneezing pretty sure that's a symptom yeah, yeah. so um so i think that's the problem there's there's no consistency um the other day um news went out the local um college um it hasn't really got back into action but that's been closed because somebody had um was tested positive for covid there so um that's now closed for for the foreseeable future um, it's, it's happening a lot with um, pubs, yeah, restaurants, everything mm-hmm. like that. You know, cafes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll end up with another lockdown situation. I think what they, sh- what they should do mm-hmm. is just lock everything down until New Year's Eve, and including New Year's Eve. Going right, your bars, your restaurants, your non-essential shops, you're all shut. Everybody's working from home. Blah blah blah. And spend the next three months just trying to educate people on what the hell you shouldn't do. Because I think that's mm. that's probably I think you've got half the bunch who think it's not going to happen to me. I'm all right because I'm a youngin or whatever, or I'm just stupid. Uh, and then you've got a bunch of people who genuinely have no idea what what's locked down, what isn't, what you're allowed to do. Because nobody goes looking for the news nowadays unless it shows up on their Facebook feed. They've got a clue. They they have not got oh, a yeah. clue. They, nobody searches stuff out now. Whereas I'm pretty sure we do. Well, this is it. Some- some of the folks that um, I'm I'm friends with in, in inverted commas on Facebook, you know, some of the people that are on my list, kind of thing, 
some of them are posting things now, very American Republic yes. kind of ideas, if you would. And the, basically, one of them today, I was absolutely gobsmacked when she posted a case of, I, I don't need to wear a mask. Yeah, it's my freedom and blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking, you're yeah. a muppet. I've, uh, I've done it for a little <laughs> while, but I've kicked a few yeah. people off my timeline for those sort of. I'm like, I don't want yeah. them on my list anymore. Just get lost. It's like, I get that nobody can. Nobody can force me, you, or Rob to wear a mask. But guess what? Pro- chances are all three of us choo- choose to it's wear one sense. for the sake of... Yeah. I don't yeah. even wear one for the sake of my... Well, I do wear it for the sake of my own health, but I also wear it to try and make other people yeah. feel a little bit better. I don't want to be one yeah. of those people mm-hmm. that... Because I don't go out anywhere, so the odds on me catching it are, are slim-ish, but it's still possible. But I'll still wear a mask when yeah. I go out because for other people and for me but it's my freedom get what what would you rather die <laughs> it just it blows my mind but like you can't force me to no, do, they'd they rather would. kill they you just don't give a crap do they it's just yes yeah. very strange but uh I, like i say i'm getting to the point of uh, I, I don't with people's political and what have you viewpoints i try not to hold it against them everyone's allowed their own yeah. viewpoint um, I can be quite vocal yep. about mine, but when people are being stupid with it, yes. to the point of risking then lives, it becomes a difference. I mean, I I I don't like mm. Boris now. I liked him up until he started relaxing stuff because I'm like, Do you know what? Maybe he's not such a clown. Uh, and then he turned back into a clown again. So, it, but you know, say I turned around and went, Do you know, what? I quite like Boris. Then fine, we would disagree. You'd be like, I don't like Boris, an idiot. I'm like, well, yeah. I quite like him. That's fine. But when I'm like. You can't force me to wear a mask, Bob. I don't care if I kill people. Then that's not the sort of friends that you want to have. You want to go, you know what? Fuck her off, you bloody lunatic. Get out of my face. So, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, you might as well be saying, you know, you can't force me not to fire a gun in the air. It's a case of, well, that bullet's going to come down somewhere. And it could come down on my child. Mm. It's the other way. It's like, you know what? You're a dick. Get lost off my timeline. Like you say, to a certain degree, if all they were shoot, doing was shooting themselves, I would Oh, that's fine. You can't tell me not to go and drink bleach. Mm-hmm. It's fine. There's no problem. You can't tell <laughs> me not to go and... Or shine a UV torch. Yeah, I'll, I, you, you can't say that I can't <laughs> do that. Uh, fine, do whatever you want. It's only hurting you. You can't tell me I can't uh, fill a super soaker up with bleach and fire it into a school playground. Uh, yeah, I can. You're a dick. So yeah, that's, that's, that's where, we where you're, aff- you're potentially <laughs> affecting other people, and then we're going to have a fallout. So, it's, yeah. but yeah, it's. Uh, I tend to stay off Facebook a lot because it's just, it's a bit odd. Uh, Twitter's not yes. too bad, but you know, Facebook is a little bit of a strange place. <laughs> yes. On a, yes. On a happy and on a happy note, note Rob. Um, and on a happy note, you rad started this. Bring, bringing it back to uh, to VR just yes. for a second. Um, with uh, with getting the VR out this this week, um, we were able to um, bring it into uh, Addie's education and schooling. So she's been um, doing a bit on geography. You know, so she's been um, learning about different places. Um, Malta okay. being one of them. Um, right. So um, we managed to pull some really cool um, 360-degree VR uh, videos off nice. YouTube of um, kind of all the the kind of the good famous places in Malta, um, so she could actually experience Sweet. being there and just watching 
that experience compared to kind of reading about it and looking at pictures was amazing. Yes. You know, um, she, she, she's already decided she wants to go there, you know, and, and proper reactions that things that will stay with you. So I think, um, it's fantastic, especially learning during lockdown. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, been very happy with you. Um, so, as I'd mentioned, uh, Annette's daughter Rebecca came over today, and we were, we were chatting about VR and stuff. And her boyfriend had used Paul; he'd used VR before, but not the PlayStation one. She'd never used VR ever, and I love putting a headset on somebody's never used VR. It's like Bob, put this on. <laughs> no, Bob, will they come around for a coffee? No, wear the headset. Put this on. Play Skyrim for an hour and a half. Put it on. So she, she's like, no, no, because uh, she suffers from anxiety and all this stuff and whatnot so it's like put it no no it'll stress me out blah 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 so i put on the shark tank one without the shark so you can you can actually do it where you switch the shark yeah. off and it's literally just going down in the in the tank and seeing all the wildlife you put it on yeah and then there was another one where you just sit in a beach that's it that's all you do just sit in a beach and then by the end of it she's like oh my god that was so relaxing and this that and the other and so for like mental health yeah. and stuff VR is amazing. And I was mm-hmm. saying you could actually oh, yeah. sit in an armchair, just put the beach one on, put your own headphones in, listen to some nice music and just chill out, switch off from the world for a little bit. So it's uh, VR mm-hmm. does... Even just listen to the white noise. Yeah, it's amazing. I do like that one. And literally all it is is you just sat on the beach, nothing else happens whatsoever, but it's so relaxing. So it's... Cause I think in lockdown, a lot of people are getting stressed out. So wigging out and they can't cope and but we're surrounded by all this cool technology and we get food delivered to our house and all this sort of stuff so we're a lot better than we would have been if we'd have been in lockdown 30 years ago i think bob what do you reckon oh yeah it would Definitely. have been a very different place <laughs> so uh, but yeah so it ends on a nice happy note so i will let you two gentlemen go thank you very much for joining in the episode always a pleasure so, thank you. Uh, thank I you. Will catch up with you guys next week. Well, okay, okay. Take care, and I'll speak to you speak to you next week. Bye bye. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.